dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. So we are back on Bucks and Brews, and this is going to be probably my favorite episode because it's with one of my favorite people. Thanks. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> I like Mike, too. I know you do. Guy. By the way, you're just the eye candy down there. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what we're drinking first. I have fun stuff, Nick. <laughs> kind of jealous. I feel like the odd man out. So I have from Grand Armory. Ooh, which is one, one of, of our, our favorite. absolute favorite breweries. I have a Mother Schmucker's Raspberry Ale. That's true. That I have mixed with another favorite brewery of ours, Destel, for their peanut butter porter. Ooh. And then when I get done with that from Trail Point, I have a S'mores Von Doom. So, you know, I went with the uh, the old tried and true, somewhat blue Michelob Ultra, who still hasn't sponsored me. Still has not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm not they're mad too, about they're, it. They're spending too much money sponsoring people like uh, Peyton Manning yeah. and oh Steve Buscemi. And... Yeah, that was a very expensive commercial. I'm glad you guys seen it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I drink the same thing that these rich people drink. So I, I put my pinky up to that now. There you go. Mike, what you got so, down there? See, I'm going to mention which one I'm going to start with, but I've got sweater weather stuff from Eastern Market Brewing Company. It's an Imperial. Okay. I've got spiked smoothie and orange pomegranate from Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. And then probably after, if I still want to drink after that, it'll be this Mike's Harder Green Apple that I just picked up. And if he doesn't want to drink that, I'll drink it. Don't worry. So our special guest tonight is none other than the great Hendy. Hendy. Here, here to all the viewers out there. And he has brown wine. (laughs) Made it myself. And uh, if you want to know what brown wine is, just uh, check in with us at some point. We'll tell you. It'll probably come. I'm, you know, this I'm new here. Yes. And I see uh, we've got three drinks apiece. This is only a 10-minute show then? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. All so he doesn't know me very well, does he? Well, There's so, more in the fridge. This is what we, this is what we grabbed. Yeah. This, this is our, hey, we should probably start wrapping up. <laughs> because because we're going two and a half hours. <laughs> I have a 24 case. Just or or, up the or it allows it to stay cold by only having so many out at the same time. That too. When you, when you have a refrigerator that's on site, it makes it so much oh, better. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. we have a refrigerator <laughs> right in there. Now, I'm not the program director or anything, but uh, do we have a special guest in the studio this evening? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, Caitlin, my daughter, is watching because oh, she wanted to see hey, the come on, see the great head. behind us just for a second here. You guys have uh, seen Caitlin on our uh, past episode talking about Caitlin's budget. And uh, Caitlin, how's your budget going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, does that mean you have no idea? No, it's going pretty well. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Rent, renter, renter in your apartment. Yep. Going great. Yep. Paying, paying on time. Paying on time. Feeding you. <laughs> feeding me. Yeah. Paying for groceries. Oh, uh, we split it. Really? Yeah. And we uh, gone grocery shopping together. So, like, yeah. 
Does your dad oh. still buy you all your groceries? No. I do not. I buy my own groceries. She buys her own groceries. She yeah. also had overtime the other week. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. That'll happen when... I bought my own groceries. Your your boss is dealing with her husband's medical issues and oh, she's yeah. not working. Yeah. Uh, that's extra taxes. I want to make sure that you all yes. keep working very hard. Keep that Social Security coming in for us old folks. And I thank you. Yeah, I know you do. You're welcome. So you bought me ice cream. I'll give you some social security money. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time going I would rather give all my social security money to you than a lot of other people. Yeah, out there. very true. Well, uh, you know, why don't we just bypass the government? And there we go. I just do that. <laughs> Figure out exactly what it is. And just say, Steve would divide here. This is my hundred dollars this they gotta, month. They got to pay for travel. Yeah. Vacation. Uh, well, what's vacation? You know what vacation is. You go all the time. Yeah. I do way too often. I, uh, I'm actually planning another one. Yeah. Uh, Where are you going? I don't know yet. Just not here. Too bad we can't get Stephen Vaughn on the cruise with us. Oh, my God. That would be so much fun. Why can't we? I, my wife and I have spent almost all our money. We've given it away to the young football players at Plano High School. I can see that. And we have almost none left. It's... Just, we spent our last it's, it's $28 all, on a fifth crown royal. Yeah, <laughs> it's all spent on liquor. You chose $28 crown? I could have got it for you like 15 No oh, shit? No, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Notice that? Let's see. And if I hadn't got my ass kicked on all my betting this year on the Lions, I'd have had more money, too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to basically tell everybody who Steve is, so he might not want to listen to anything I say. Um, so well, You might not want to listen to anything he's saying. Well, that might be, too. So I, I have known Steve since I was in seventh grade. Uh, he came over and was bidding some work at my grandmother's house. Um, Steve owned his own construction company for how long, Steve? Um, I call it 50, but it's actually just shy of 50 years. So we'll go 49 years, some months. We'll go with 50 because Nick and I love round numbers. Um, uh, the math otherwise. Have you swung a hammer since you quit? Yeah. Then it's 50 years. I did just the other day. Then it's 50 years. Yeah, I never thought of that. You're welcome. So, um, Steve had asked me, you know, when I was in seventh grade, hey, do you play football? And I said, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, I'll be a coach in high school. And that was kind of the, the end of that for a couple of years. And, and then I had Steve. I uh, played four years at playing well. Uh, I was a starter my JV year. Um, my junior year, Steve was probably the most influential coach I had. So, you know, we were excellent that year, only lost one game. And uh, he's just saying that because I was the only one that could come up with bail money to get his ass out of jail. That's the only reason. This is also very true. Um, <laughs> Steve would take scout offense and scout defense and basically treat us like we actually mattered, which, you know, for some of our coaches, I won't mention any names, was, was difficult for them. And uh, before every game, especially the home games, Steve would come over and he'd put his hands on my shoulder and he'd go, Pretend like I'm telling you something really inspirational. I'm just looking for my wife. Uh, I, I remember that. Every game. It was something I always looked forward to. Um, I can honestly say that I, I model a lot of my coaching style from Steve because he always made the last person on the bench feel as important as the, you know, top quarterback on the team. I, he was 
he was literally so instrumental in me being able to take kids that did not know what they were doing and make them feel like they were talented beyond belief. And I, I can't thank him enough for that. People are people. Cheers. Cheers. So uh, you, 50 years, you owned a construction company. I mean, now full construction, like full development. Well, I started off small. One thing that I did is I never really, I started off building my own house. My dad, uh, my grandma and grandpa gave me a piece of ground. Uh, My dad and my father-in-law showed me how to do it. And so as I did something on my own home, then I would go do it for somebody else. But I never would do stuff that I didn't know how to do and learn on someone else's home first. I always did it on my own. And So if I hear you correctly, you actually didn't earn your own life. Like somebody handed you your first thing. They gave you a piece of land. So your whole life, you you never earned anything. No, that's right, why I, I just know, want, I would be well, a lot thinner today if somebody didn't just spoon feed the shit out of you, huh? Well, no, no, wait a minute. Actually, because I uh, I've I've done okay in gambling at golf. So <laughs> say dollar hole. I'm I, you know it's my favorite gambling. Uh, I think these two guys cleaned my ass. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I can so. interrupt here for a minute. Steve took Mike myself and mikey golfing once yeah and i think he gave us two strokes a hole and we still beat us. we got to play best ball oh geez and the loser had to buy dinner for everyone and he whooped our ass <laughs> and Some still bought best, dinner best prime rib i ever had <laughs> free prime rib is my favorite prime rib yeah <laughs> hey, uh, they say we uh, should golf i'm horrible at it but I, yeah i'm a great drinker no actually the truth is my family was, especially my in-laws, which rightfully so they should have been, were very concerned about me. Sure. Like, it's not that I couldn't hold a job. If I didn't like it, I just wouldn't stay there. Good for you. And finally, I started building my house, and I found something that I really loved and half-assed decent at it. And found out after a while, cooked cutting those boards wrong you can make some money at it too so but I, you know my uh my old favorite saying right measure once cut twice that's what i always do <laughs> so you know um you know my favorite saying let somebody else do it yeah find somebody <laughs> to do it for you <laughs> it's, it's only money yeah david many, many times that was steve <laughs> uh, of handy people i've met david's definitely top you know i don't know Eight hundred million, right? <laughs> is Caitlin going to keep butting in like this? She is night? absolutely. Yeah. She know. does. How are we ever going to get this done? Is I, her doing that? I don't know. Oh, never. I say our goal is never to get this done. She was literally just coming here to see one of her favorite people. So. Yeah, and it's Thanks, not Caitlin, not Nick or Mike or me. Oh, have, a, have they showed up yet? They're still coming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they're sitting next to me. Oh. And again, I mean, I, I can't. Just to go back to it for a minute, I can't overstate enough what Steve means to me. He's he's the closest thing I'm ever going to have to a father and probably the closest thing she's ever going to have to a grandpa. Oh, wait a minute. The judge never proved anything. I <laughs> totally understand. That's why I said the closest thing, too. All right. All right. 
remember that. I remember that back. Uh, child support. We're gonna. Owe. <laughs> so make sure you tell your mom I said hi. So Steve, I will do that. You you've been in this game. You, you were in the game fifty years. Yeah. Okay. Um. You grow. You grow this business. Now, did you did you have employees or were you you all by yourself this whole time? At at first, I had no employees. I mean, it was just me. I couldn't. I'd get an occasional helper, you know, get something heavy that you can't lift, something like that. Sure. At one point in time, I had three crews working, and I did that for a whole summer. And all I did is just go from job to job to job to job to job to job, just to run. The business ran me. I did not run the business. And I said, this is bullshit. I'm not going to do this anymore. Well, you know, I was doing that male dance and the stuff on the side. I just didn't have time for all of it. But. You know, you, you just described what I'm going through right now, right? I mean, I, my job is to go job to job to job to job, right? To make sure that these dumbasses are getting stuff done. And they're not, right? So then uh-huh. I have to sit here and tell them how dumb they are and understand, you know, my, my favorite is, oh, we don't have paint. That five gallons that you're sitting on, that's not fucking paint, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I was like, all right, why don't we uh, get a roller out? Yeah, but we got to prep this first. And you think sitting there is going to help. Well, I got to go to the store. Nope, I'll get it shipped here. I will get it shipped here. Uh, don't do not do anything, right? <laughs> There's a reason why you're the boss and they're helpers. Yeah. And I think you just went over that reason. Very, um, you know, say, I, I, wish, I wish they would just take the initiative to get the thing. And they complain about how broke they are. And I sit here and just go, geez, you guys can be the richest people. Like, I would be the poorest out of all of us if you guys just worked, right? Like, I should be making five bucks an hour, let's say, in theory. And you guys should be making, like, 50 right now. Bare ma- I mean, you know, I have guys that complain, hey, can you go over there and change one outlet? I'll give you 25 bucks. No, no, I'm not going to go change an outlet. An outlet costs 67 cents. And if you have to put a cover on it, it's 30 cents. You're a dollar all into it. Nick, your I'll, drive I'll, time is... I'll change an outlet for you for, for 25 bucks. <laughs> Don't trust him. Don't about, wait a minute. How about if I come help you? You paying cash? Hypothetically speaking, of course. <laughs> Hypothetically. If the government wasn't watching. Uh, he, pays, I, he pays you in poker chips. Yeah. Say. Oh, I pay him brown bottles, too. There you go. Oh, brown wine. I'll say that too. Uh, 28, 25. You just got yourself a raise. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, but, next time he needs that done, let me know and we'll go do it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, uh, one, you're going to have to come because you're going to do the work and he and I are going to make sure that the brown wine is okay. Yeah. We'll supervise. <laughs> if I had to, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it, it blows my mind right now finding a contractor and, and then being able to keep the contractor is really hard. And David, you and I talk about um, this minimum wage bullshit all the time. And, you know, oh, hey, everybody goes, hey, you should pay a, pay a living wage, pay a living wage. And it's like, even if I pay the living wage, people nowadays, like, they'll they'll go to the next job for what they think is better, Right. I mean, working for me, and if you get sick, I'm probably going to, like, I'm just guarantee I'm going to be okay with it, right? Hey, I have to go take care of my mom today. She's got a doctor's appointment. Awesome, right? I mean, this isn't happening. I can't, but, like, now you go try to do that for, for anybody else. Like, and if you miss a whole week, I will guarantee that you have the literal $25 quick job to get quick cash. Like, yeah. hey, you know, all, oh, actually, all I really need is this job, and I'll pay you 200 bucks for it, right? And it's, hey, why don't you go move a refrigerator for me? Right. I've already paid for that. All you have to do is just move the damn thing and I'll pay you money. Okay. 
No, and and just I go above and beyond for my guys so much. Well, and I I don't think this is a new trend, honestly, because everybody's like, well, nobody wants to work now. But uh, Steve, fifty years. Did you run into this fifty years ago where people were like, all right, well, I don't really want to work very hard. Or... Oh, I I don't care when it was in time. There's always going to be people that don't want to work. Yep. They like they'd like to have a job for you, but they really only want to work Friday at quitting time to pick up their check. Yep. But it's that's just, very true. It, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stuff here that probably is not gonna be politically correct. And I know it's shit is first son of a bitch in time you've ever heard. I'm oh, sure of I'm that. Sure. <laughs> and I was very careful with my language, wasn't I, Mike? It was close. I think no. I think you nailed it on that one. The and I'm not gonna blame the kids. I will. I'm I gonna, won't. I'm gonna blame the parents yes. of those kids. You know, if you're going to treat your kid and raise them like a sissy, you're going to end up a seat. You got to teach kids good work ethics, mm -hmm. teach them to be honest. The kids got to know that they're going to be loved and protected. And I'm not saying anything here that's rocket science. And well, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to argue, but I will because that's who I am as a person. <laughs> Say. I, you know, honesty, I think it's the biggest key, right? It's one of the things that makes me more successful in this world than 99% of people. Do what you say you're going to do. Yep. A, man, a man's word is, is a man's word, and that's how I've always been. Yep. And also, like, you're not going to like what I have to say, but I'm going to tell you, and it's going to be truthful. You know, I, you know how many times people have had to look at me and say, hey, Nick, why didn't this bottle move from here to here? And my answer is straight up, I didn't do it. Yep. It's, it's not anybody else. It's not any, I take full responsibility. I did not do that. That's what it is, right? Okay, hey, yep, but hey, let me stop whatever it is. Like, if you want an excuse, I'll give it to you after that. But like, otherwise, like really, out of my mouth, first thing is, I didn't do it, right? Um, but I will say, teaching your kid good work ethic, um, I don't know, because I think that you could really teach kids nowadays how to work less and invest a shit ton, and then they'll just be successful. So I, I'm going to interrupt here. So, you know, playing football, there was one thing that always happened that I would sit there and go, this is bullshit. Okay. Up downs. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> no, I mean, so like when you screw up, okay. Why didn't you block the guy in the a gap? Well, cause I, I blocked this guy instead. All right. Well you fucked up. You were supposed to block this guy. You're an idiot. Know the fucking play. Yep. I'd always sit there and go, cause coaches would say over and over again, I don't want to hear your excuse. Just, just fucking do it right yep. okay and i go man that's bullshit because maybe you got a really good reason why you did the wrong thing and then i became a coach <laughs> and i realized really fast that it doesn't matter if you had a good reason for why you did the wrong thing coaches heard every reason you're going to give him and he doesn't give a shit anymore he just wants you to do it right and, and that took me a long time to learn uh, I think uh, as far as coaching goes, uh, I try to, it's, you can get so much more, you know, you can teach proper technique all day long, no question about it, and that's important, but you get so much more out of building 
a young man or a young woman's esteem and self-confidence than you ever will at they could be the very best technician in the world if they don't believe in themselves you're not going to get shit out of that and i uh i kind of adopted that that's now there was that one little incident she told me she was 18. <laughs> but i think we should probably move on from that so i i had shared a TikTok with you two earlier it was how how they picked seal team members and it said was some, it, recent? it was it was earlier today so you might not have seen i haven't it. looked at any of them yet so it, it was basically you know we want high achievers that we can trust yes yes but they will take a low achiever that has a high trust factor, high trust factor. over a high achiever with a low trust factor sure. because at the end of the day you need somebody you can trust yep. and I, I remember this you know coaching for years so there were times caitlin was my starting shortstop and I'd have catchers blew my out. mind, didn't it? Oh my gosh! Like I, you Cause, know, because she's slow. Hey, Kate, slow. Got a show going on here. You want to put your phone down? <laughs> it, it just, you know, I mean, honestly, when I describe Caitlin, it's definitely not shortstop, it, right? No, like, she's like a first baseman, or if she had a better arm, it'd be a quarter outfielder. Yeah, <laughs> right? like so. It just, it, I would have catchers that would go. I, I don't like Caitlin at shortstop. You know, I throw the ball, but she doesn't always catch it. And I'd go, yeah, here's the deal. She's always in the right place. Yeah. And they'd go, yeah, but what does it matter? I'm like, if she misses the ball and she's in the right place, she's got 50-50 chance. Yeah. I can have somebody that'll catch the ball 100% of the time. If they're never in the right place, well, how good is it? What does it matter? It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I can trust her. She's going to go where she needs to go. Yeah. No. It's uh, a you know, very big thing. You got the you got the tallest the tallest kid playing shortstop. I I thought it was always a fun one. How tall are you, Caitlin? Six two? Yeah, five five. five, five you only five seven? Really? I was gonna go five twelve. But <laughs> That'd be six five, foot. Five twelve and a half, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I digress. Hey. You know, if nothing else today, we're having a good time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all this show really is. Oh, okay. Oh, this we, we do get into good information, bits of knowledge, and then a lot of fun. a lot of it is the fun. Yes, I, I can honestly say I think the Grand Armory had very little knowledge. It was it was Buck's knowledge and our drinking, and the Bruce team showed up, baby. Yeah, I don't think this drinking thing hurts one it, little bit. It does all. not. By the way, Caitlin, mine's getting pretty low here. <laughs> I think he needs a refresher from you. Have you been, have you been trained on how to make the brown wine? I, I kind of showed it real quick. You, you open the bottle, you pour it in, and he adds a little bit of ice. More brown wine than anything else. Yeah. So I got enough to get me by for a few minutes. Yeah. So now you're, you're, you're building this business, and now, okay, so I want to kind of go back. You're building this business. You One summer you have three crews, another summer you don't. So how was your learning curve in this business? I mean, because you, you, you weren't raised – in the, in the building well my family have always been carpenters and stuff so okay my dad was remodeling and built his own house my grandpa built his own houses so i was around building ever since i was a little teeny kid sure uh wasn't really trying to learn anything they'd give me a hammer and a nail and say don't put your hand anywhere near the nail <laughs> I, probably I best lesson of, you could learn is i learned a lot of things the hard way I, that one little incident. Yes. 
Yep. But, I thought that was a sob. That's when you know it's the best shop teacher there is, right? So yeah, I just I I saw all these guys in front of me who started off and you know, after a couple of years they were really doing good, really rolling and they were starting to build spec houses and stuff and and, and then all of a sudden I can't remember when it was, I'll say nineteen eighty. Uh, there was sort of a little recession hit and they had like two spec houses in the house they lived in. And all three of those houses were for sale, whichever one sold first, whether it was one of the spec houses, their own house, they had to move out of their own house. Sure. Cause they had financial commitments. I never, I never borrowed money that I really knew that I was not in a position, no matter what happened, I knew that financially I would be okay with that. So you were, you were for the most part, a debt-free company. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I got a nice, nice family. Yeah, let's say that's good. So, oh, hey, <clears throat> I was good to them. They're good to me. Yeah. My mom's still alive. Good for She's 88. Hi, mom. How you doing? <laughs> Success right here. When you, I will say, Steve, when I was young, Mike will remember this, had the coolest bathroom. Oh, yes. I was going to actually bring that up. Go ahead, Mike. Yes. And I just, I mean, it was a cool bathroom, but it was the fact that he had the coolest toilet. The coolest toilet ever. Nick, it did. It, had, it was uh, the coolest toilet. It had, it had the tank and stuff, you know. Oh, on the top? Up. Did you change? Did I swear at you? Yeah, that's, you said something. That, he that? said bidet. <laughs> yeah. Say. A dirty, rotten French of it is what you tried to call <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Yeah. You had the, you had he the had pole, the pole chain. chain, yes. Oh, yeah. so they still have that at Yesterdog. Do they really? Yeah, I was taking a leak there the other day when I was getting some, uh, some getting hot dogs. And I was so excited. I was like, I was like, man, who doesn't want to The yeah. only reason I was upset that Steve got rid of his house and moved into his mom's place was the toilet. Was the toilet. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, your house is way better now, but that toilet was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was the best flushing toilet. If it's too strong, it's Caitlin's fault. I've never bitched at anybody for making my drink too strong. By the way, I will say that I got yelled at by my wife for the fact that Steve came up because he's precious cargo. And if he has any issues going home, she's going to whoop my ass. Well, the funny thing is, is I was sitting here going, damn it. Like, I thought we were going to be down there. I I was down in Kalamazoo. I mean, really, most of my day. I almost didn't didn't make it because I I, I was literally, like, coming back. And I was like. Did you put any Okay. All right. Yeah, the whole you. the whole thing. The whole thing. See, I don't think you get any more. But uh, more. um, so I was, you know, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's a little strong. That's that's a good drink. <laughs> I passed the. Uh, <laughs> what's what's the ice cream exit right there? Port Portage, Portland, Portage. Plainwell. Well. Plain well. There you go. Well. I passed the damn plain well. One of the fifteen P's. I passed the plain well exit. I sitting... love. I love the fact that it's the ice cream exit. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting here just going, man, I could be down here already. I wouldn't have to drive all the way back. I'd have to drive all the way over to this side of town. Like, well, I thought, honestly, God, I thought I was doing you guys a favor by coming up here. Oh no, you are. It's great. Thanks. 
I had to I had to drive further, but I, <laughs> I drove from Mike's and Portage. Well, hell, yeah. we could have ridden together. We could have. Yeah. Oh, it would have given me an excuse to stop by um Plainwell ice cream. No, yeah. old mill and old pick mill. up some yeah. beer from there. And then stopped right down the road and got Plainwell ice cream. Brought it. We could have eaten that They're not open for another week. Yeah. Are you serious? They no. opened March first. I didn't even know they closed. They opened March first. Oh, yeah. oh, I would have felt like a dumbass if I would have tried they, to show up. I think you would have been able to drown your shower. Sorry. Yeah. Stay open. And I don't think they'd make a huge profit, but I believe they're good enough that they could I think stay they would. Open. Oh, I think oh, they, they totally could. would. Guaranteed. I, I think they would. They you know, work their ass off. I, I'm going to say this, and I, I'm partial because I grew up in Plainwell. Plainwell ice cream is the best ice cream in the state of Michigan. No. Period. End of story. It's very good ice cream. No, it's the best. I don't remember the other one. There's another great one. Oh, the one in uh, South Haven. Uh, mm-hmm. That one's really good. It's not as good Sherman's? as Sherman's. Yeah, Sherman's is really good ice cream. Um, I do like South Haven a lot. I weighed yeah. 147 pounds. Me too, when and I was then, two. When one? When I was two. <laughs> well, then plain white cream opened up. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> you weigh 148 don't, pounds. Don't worry, if you'd have stopped My at plain white ice cream, they'd have been closed. You could have just drawn your sour next, sorrow next door. Yeah. yeah. Old, old mill. mill, yes. I, I like old mill. Their food is just not They're the greatest. Great. I will tell you right now. So I love old mill because when I walk in there, it still smells like the old mill. And we used to get uh, duck food from the mill. Really? That's where we went for the duck food because huh. you know I had ducks growing up. I'm and gonna, go ahead. I don't know. Like every normal kid does. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. We had always like. Eight or ten. Not, or not every normal kid had all the property and a pond. Yeah. And I had a pond and five acres. Yeah, I mean, but we, we didn't grow up rich, right? I mean, I'm over here on the struggle bus. Well, I mean, I, I really did not struggle as a kid. We we, um, we we know. Yes, we did talk about that. Um, but yeah, we would go to the mill to get the corn yeah. for the for the ducks, and it it still smells the same. So here's the fun thing about that, right? You had ducks growing up, I right? Did. For for being poor. What we did for fun was when Tractor Supply got their supply of chickens, we'd go play <laughs> go with play the chickens for free, right? Like, that's what we did for fun shit, because it was free. Yeah. <laughs> You're over here raising animals. No, I, I remember a couple times we got the baby ducks, and that was just the best, because oh. they were just so damn cute. You know, the snapping turtles love that, too. They do. Oh, yeah. We had some of them, too. You know, small point of history, my great-grandfather worked with Lauren Darnable at the feed mill. Really? Yep. Hmm. Oh, he was born 4th of July, 1904. Almost the year I was born. We were really close. No, really you close. look good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to say only I've for 120 years old. 84 years off. Say, I'm going to need a little help with the age. Only, yeah. only 84 years off. That's okay, but we're, we're close. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, you know, growing up in Plainwell, you either knew a relative of Steve's <laughs> or you knew his best friend. It didn't matter who it was. If you ran into him and you're like, hey, do you know Steve Henderson? And they're like, oh, that's my uncle or that's my cousin or that's my brother. Or, He's my best friend. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, wow. So <laughs> these are my favorite Steve stories, by the way. So uh, I'm working at Wendy's. I'm 16 or so, and, and Mike, Mike Mike gets his first introduction to Steve, and 
we worked with a girl who I don't like two years ago. It was two years ago. Yes. We worked with a girl I don't like. And she's like, yeah, Steve's annoying. And we're like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike and I are like, Hendy is God. Just there it was. So we literally said that every time we worked with this girl for the next two fucking years. And she got pissed. Do you want to know what Steve's email address is? Hendy is God. Is Is it really? (laughs) I can't remember anything. You should, whenever, you know, you're doing this, you have to do it on the phone yep. stuff. And, and I give them that. And at the end of that, there's a pause. I uh, says, I know what you're thinking. I said, I would not be that presumptuous. My football players made that for me. And, uh, 98% of the time, I get a chuckle out of that. Yeah. So, oh, that's and great. I still have that. The Hendy thing came from so we would go to you know our what do you call those things at school? Uh, bars. Oh, no, school <laughs> <laughs> pep rallies. I was pep trying to find bars, pep rallies, same thing, right? Yeah. yeah, we would go to the pep rally and you know it'd, it'd be going into a big game, Three Rivers or Pittsburgh or Otsego, it didn't matter. And they would do these skits. And one of them that we absolutely loved was the great Hendy would come out and he would give a prediction on the game. And he had the robe. I mean, he looked like Karnak from uh, Johnny Carson. He'd have the robes on and he comes out and they're like, here's the great Hendy. And he's going to give us the the prediction for the game. And mind you, the prediction, even when it was a two and eight football team was playing was going to win by 85. (laughs) (laughs) And we would just get so damn excited. Oh, and good time. we just held on to that. And literally when Mike and I were at work and they're like, yeah, Steve's they're annoying. Right. We're like, fuck you. He's awesome. Hendy is God. Uh, you guys are too young. You just didn't learn what I really was like. There is some. And then we created our own religion called Hendyism. We did. <laughs> There's some videotape or some film of those Hindi is God things out there somewhere. Somebody has some of that. I oh, yeah. Really it was on the internet. It won't ever that. go away. Huh? It's somewhere. Our top 10 lists are somewhere. It's somewhere. We we had such a good time with Steve. And, and honestly, he was always the best sport about it. He's like, yeah, they're weird. <laughs> but no. but I they're still weird. Yeah. No, I was the one that had the best time. I I learned so everybody says, Oh, you taught us so much. I didn't teach you guys shit. You say ask, that, but it's not true. It's coaches, true. The other coaches will say, Yeah, uh-huh. You caused more trouble than you did good. Well, so, yeah, but they're not that bright. So, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. Again, so we were talking about this before we got on air. Uh, Steve said to Caitlin, he goes, When did I meet you? You were what, like four and a half, five years old? And Nick wants a drink. Oh, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Dude, I told you this was going to be our best thing in the world. On top of the fridge, Caitlin. If there's none in the fridge. Uh, I brought you the last three in the oh, fridge. Oh, nice. So, I'll be done. All right, we'll be <laughs> he here. Says not strong enough. Um, I need some, need some more ice <laughs> to water it down. <laughs> it's, it's a little strong. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. When we get done, get a minute here. I'm going to tell you a doctor story. All right. <laughs> so I can't wait for that. Go ahead, Nick. No. All right. So, Steve, 
Now, you, you build this business. Yep. Now, do you have kids? I have a son and a daughter. Okay. And so, you, 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 thank you. You raise a family okay. um, off of a business, right? And, yep. and so, you're making enough money. Um, what's the number one thing? Please. What's the number one thing that you bought with all of your money? I mean, did you buy a fast car, a Ferrari? Uh, While he's sitting here talking. What's, what's the Corvette? I mean, I'm telling on. you right now. I am still heated over this. Oh, he he, he sold my Chevy. Mustang. Well, you bought a Mustang fastback. I wanted that Mustang more than anything in my life. Well, and he sold the damn thing. Should've I didn't even it. know it was for sale. I would have bought it. Steve, talk about your Mustang for a minute. Yeah, it was just a car that uh, plain local plain wall man uh, fixed it up and did a wonderful job. He did like I don't know. 12 different Mustangs and it was just his wife told him she says well he said what do you think honey and she says it's beautiful he says good I think I'm going to keep it she says go ahead I'm moving out then see you (laughs) and I just happened to hear about it I told you mom we should buy it so we did and it was wonderful, beautiful. What beautiful color? Part. Teal would it be a teal, oh, teal, oh. teal blue, teal green. I, yeah. Nick, it was what gorgeous. Year? What year is this Mustang? Nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, even gorgeous Mustang! It yeah. turned everyone's head. Mind you, it was yeah. not his favorite car. What? what was your we'll get to the favorite one in a minute. But it turned everyone's head. They saw this car and they're like, "Oh my god, that thing's gorgeous! Yeah. I wanted it so bad." Sounds like you and I need to go out and buy new cars because I used to have a 77 Corvette. Obviously. Steve doesn't buy new cars. Obviously what? You have money. No, I'm broke, but we have your money to spend. Oh, I pissed mine away on a brown wine. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Somebody will give us a loan. Shit. Steve, Uh, what is your... Nobody in my town will me. What is your favorite car? In your area? Actually, I know people that own dealerships in your area. I do too. (laughs) What is your favorite car, Steve? Because I know the answer. I have a 1964 Plymouth Belvedere. But actually, my favorite car is a 64 Sport Fury. My mother bought one because the family needed an extra car when I started driving. Sure. She said, we're going to share this car. (laughs) And I shared it with her for about a week. (laughs) Say six minutes, yeah. Yeah, it was a wonderful. You still own it? Nope. No, he still has the Plymouth. Yeah, I've had the Plymouth for 40 years. Wow. Okay. I I do think that he promised somebody in this room they could drive the Plymouth once. No, it wasn't you, Dave. It was me. Steve, thank you so much. Damn, Caitlin's over here. Show up, Caitlin. Drive the Plymouth. Yvonne asked me about you. I said, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think Caitlin moved away. I haven't seen her in such a long time. I, um, I will say, she okay. made a special point to go to somebody's 50th wedding anniversary. You've been married 50 years? No, she hasn't been married that long. <laughs> you? Oh, oh, excuse me, I got confused. Does your wife know? Yeah, she doesn't. She's, Shit. She's, a home. she's still, she's she should be done crying by now. She's the best person. Mm. Like... That's not true. You've yep. been married 50 years. 50 years. Had a 50-year successful business. My brother's age. My brother is 50 now. Wow. Your brother's 50? I'm 47. Oh, my God. You're so old. I didn't even know your mother. 
I know where you're going now. <laughs> so now you said you talked about a recession in in about 1980. Yep. Um, that was the end of Carter, beginning of Reagan. We did have a recession then. And so now, now what about the uh, the 08 2010 time did you recession? Did, yeah, I mean, right, that's an actual. Yeah, recession. how did you weather that? Okay, as far as my business went, I was very very fortunate that my business always stayed pretty much the same really yep well i never you know everybody wanted to oh, i want to build a subdivision not that i didn't want to do that and i looked into it but i just never ever could quite put it together so i stuck with remodeling and okay so you, you never really did the spec houses like your family and all that you just well no, that's not totally true either they they didn't do spec out. They'd buy an older home, clean it up, fix it up, and sell it. Okay, that's what I have done. That's what I do. I know. Not often. <laughs> so now, did you do it for yourself or for other people? For myself. Okay, so you you'd you you'd go out and find a deal cheap enough, and then yep. fix it up, and then sell it for. Which you and I both know that we don't make any money doing that, right? I mean, well, I mean, that's a sucker's game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's. Yeah. Do we look like we got shit to you guys? We got nothing. <laughs> Can't even afford a fucking beard cut. If we had <laughs> money, we'd be doing the same show from the Bahamas. Oh, shit. We will be doing a show <laughs> from the oh. cruise. Oh, well, yes, I'd love to be a guest. Host. Yes, come, come on the cruise with us. You can be a guest. Um, so, I, no, I, I'm going to ask this because I know the answer. Yeah. Steve, you've made a lot of investments in your life. What's the best paying investment you've ever made? Real estate. What do you mean by that? By, by buying a older home, fixing it up. Uh, but, you know renting it out a few years and then selling it see and gosh that's so now why would you rent it out a few years well there are tax laws oh no shit i've heard of them huh yeah so i've been making that mistake lately doing the because i i should be holding these damn you things should, for two you years. really should say, be hypothetically speaking no this is a factual statement my oh, accountant okay. literally has already told me that i screwed up <laughs> so I, have, I know your accountant i just have to learn oh you do that's right yes because yeah. her daughter played softball for me <laughs> yeah that's right i had a old high school buddy his firm gilball and gilball out of kalamazoo yeah kept me straight and on the narrow uh they won't admit to it but they kept me out of jail that's and that's great like you know uh, that's what I rely on my accountant for. I, I tell, like, I bitch about how much I pay on my accountant. I never bitch to her, right? Right. So you just bitch to everybody else. And I'm like, God dang, because you know when when you're yeah. writing a yeah, I know when you're writing a check to the government for some money, or when you're paying your account. Because when I first had my accountant, right, the first one was, Oh, Nick, I love you. You're great. Here's this one. This one's you know dirt cheap. Yeah. Second one, Hey, this is a wedding gift. Third one, I might have paid you know enough for lunch, right? And now all of a sudden, and like, now it's bend over, right? Like I'm paying money, and I'm like, wait, what the hell just happened? Like you're like when people say the rich get richer, I'm like, fuck this! You know how much I'm paying for my account? <laughs> I I am hopeful that we don't have to pay, yeah, because our accountants got here. 
Yeah. Oh, thanks for the oh. beer. She's leaving. What? No, you're not going. Yeah, yeah. Just so, go I got eat. a feeling this is not going to be a half hour show. I think this <laughs> no, might be not. longer. Who said it was this a half is hour? Be long. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> probably already was going for a half hour. Of this. Half hour drive. Good to see you. You too. Bye, Bye Caitlin. Bye. Come back on and tell us about your uh, financial success at some point. Very, yeah. very soon. Bye-bye. This chair fit you. Let's see. So she's a good kid. She is a good kid. Sometimes. Other times she leaves us halfway through a show. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, she wasn't on this show. She was she just was, sitting here watching. She was for a couple minutes. Oh, hey, that's you know true. what? She got a couple of those drinks. Yeah. Let's say so she did bring she brought you so. two or three beers. She brought me a beer. Not a beer. She, she bought you at least three. Because two of those are closed. Friends like you, assholes. I don't need Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm a shitty friend. When my wife asked, she brought me a beer. Your wife doesn't listen to this. I know, but when she asked, how many beers do you have? When she asks, I'm going to say you had one. Two. First and the last. Always (laughs) remember that. When I was young like you guys, I could get away with that shit from my wife, too. See? She quit asking. Gosh, when did that happen? Because I can't wait. So I, I know Hold this. on, I'm waiting for the most important answer in my life. <laughs> About 38 been, years ago. Son of a bitch, I'm close. I've been married 12 years. He's been married 50. You're, I can do the math. Holy <laughs> shit, boss. This well, is the greatest. Mind you, this year I've been married 20 years. And she still asks this question? No, she goes, I know when you're drunk because I can <laughs> see it in your eyes. <laughs> she just goes, Steve, I'm loving this. She just calls me out. I, all I know is, is I get bottles from somebody here my and, wife and he goes she's been hitting her hard lately i got a lot of bottles for you and i'm like okay if you had to live with me you'd drink too <laughs> probably you know don't don't take offense to this david yes sir you can't hide it when you've been drinking very well no, yes, no shit know. really david of all people yeah it, it's kind of right on my face or you know uh, on the ground with you uh, it might be on the ground i do I fall broke, down a lot when I, I'm broke, I broke my it's new lego thing in the bathtub <laughs> I, at I, your I, house i have fallen in the bathtub at nick's i've fallen near the uh side of nick's garage you know <laughs> sounds like you're doing a lot of drinking in my house i do drink a lot at nick's <laughs> house so uh what time are we going to <laughs> well we gotta uh, wait for the pool to open because once the pool opens all bets are off i thought you're yeah, yeah is so, that later on tonight it might be <laughs> keep it up it's getting warm enough so we uh so now taxes so now you oh, were okay, you were okay. you were now you flipped them or did you so you rented okay. them did you manage yourself as a rental yep. Well, well, we never like had depression. Like, probably we had a three unit one time. A three unit one time, okay. We usually stuck with individual units, you know, single, single units. family house. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I was always, I'm a lot like my grandpa. Okay. They, a lot of people are going to say that this is bullshit and it's a lie. But I've always been, I've been a hard worker and I've been afraid when I get ahead, I've been afraid to take chances. Shit, you and me both. Money. Until I met, well, I'm not going to say, because don't, we don't need lawsuits here, but uh, a financial advisor up in Kalamazoo sure. handed him a pile of freaking money. Yep. 
Well, I didn't quite get as big a pile back. He didn't really. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. You a know smaller what? pile back. Yeah, it, it taught me. But is it anywhere equivalent to the grain? So, because no, I don't, you know, I love mentioning the grain. Uh, oh my god! Don't don't fucking take me there, Steve. Have I told you about the fucking grain? I say no. You had Fulton as a, a oh, investment person for a little yeah. bit, like Fulton, 10, 10 or 12 minutes. No, actually, I had Fulton for quite a while. Fulton never, never did anything to hurt me that bad. So 2007, mm-hmm. okay. he talked to both my mother and my aunt into buying grain because the world was ending. God, I didn't know. I wish I'd have known. I'd have probably gotten. No, you don't wish you would have known because they bought fucking grain. Yeah, but what's it worth now? Well, let's see. I think my mother put about thirteen or fourteen thousand into grain, and it's worth a robust two grand. Wait a minute. She related to that guy. I think he might be. She's been. She's been trying to get rid of this motherfucking grain. I'll give her since before my aunt died. Nick, you went shooting with my aunt. It was yeah. it was June of fifteen. My aunt tried to sell this shit in fourteen. I would have. I'll give her. I'll give her twenty cents on the dollar. So if she wants two hundred bucks, I'll give her two hundred bucks for her two thousand dollars. Right grain. now yeah, she gets cash. fifty cents on the dollar because somebody else is paying the storage fees, and when it sells, they get fifty percent. Well, I'll give her twenty cents on it. But, but like I, I mentioned, when we were at Grand Armory, what you do is you do that, and then you give them the grain, and then in return for a whole lot of beer. I would, I, I would take that, will take that deal all day. I would totally take that deal. So, because I'm going to tell you right now, the shit that she did, yeah, not a happy guy. Can I? Can I jump in here? Just Absolutely, please do. Okay, he said, "You guys don't know what the hell you're doing." And that may be true. Who said what? What? I don't know shit. <laughs> you know more than you think. Yeah. Yeah, well, if I'm so smart, how come we're not all on that boat right now doing this interview? Well, that is a good question because we should be on that boat right now. Well, anyhow. Well, in October, we could be on that boat doing this. That's true story. What, what time is it? 6.30? Gosh. 6.48. 6.48. I don't think we'd have to have an awful fast jet. Yes, we would. <laughs> I know people. Okay, we're going to be cutting this short. <laughs> we got to leave. Thank you. For we're getting on a boat. <laughs> right. My, Sorry, work. I'm not coming in tomorrow. My experience with money and investing, there, there are a few good not when somebody tells you they know the market inside down out and they know exactly what move to make, get your ass up out of that chair and say thank you and get out the door as quick as you can. Because you you know the market just as much as you know throwing dice up at the casino. And by the way, I've lost quite a bit of money up there on the dice. <laughs> I was gonna table, say so. I've met these guys. <laughs> yeah, those people who know either are like you said, they know it as well as that or they're in the process of wanting to do something really illegal. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I completely agree, you know, but so you, you throw craps too, huh? Because, you know, I, I've, I've walked up and, you know, I hear this guy just every time. Yo, 11, eight. 
granted, I got paid on my eight, right? I'm excited. Yo, 11. And I'm like, man, if you keep saying it, eventually you're going to hit that shit, right? I mean, the odds are there, but like, don't. Yeah, you spent 350 bucks and you won 47. Right. right. You know, and now you're so excited and you think you're, you know, God's gift to, to this because you hit it one time and it's, huh. All right. Now, we'll get into the dice stories a little later. Oh, I love the dice stories. This is a life lesson. Um, this, all these guys that say that, you know, you read my book and I can teach you how to make millions. And I think I can get you guys to back me up on this. And as soon as you think I'm full of shit, just tell me to shut up and I'll stop. I'll make myself another drink and I'll sit here quietly. That was a lie too. But anyways, <laughs> um, there's only one real way to make money. You just have to do a bunch of hard work. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no magic way to make money unless you just get shit lucky. Mm-hmm. Your pa- parents are real rich. And just work hard. I mean, <laughs> don't trust. There are certain people you can trust with your money, but do your own investigation along the way. Don't just, don't do like I did. There, go ahead. no, no, take everything I got. Make me a millionaire. Well, you know, I find it, I find it to be really weird, especially with somebody like you. Um, Is that because I'm short? And my, maybe. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't figured out why, why it is this way. Like but, a clown, you know. I, I look at it. I look at it and say, okay, you know. Um, I I personally, I'm 33 years old, still very old in my life. Um, yeah, you're real fucking but, old. You know, I I do feel like investing in the stock market for the long period of time is still a good way. There's a chance when I get to, if I was 33 years old, every stock I I never had any money to invest until I was about your age. Sure. And I didn't have a lot of it. Sure. I never, ever bought a stock that I didn't make money on. Sure. But I got greedy, wanted to make more. And if you're, if you've got time, yep, like you guys do, invest. And if the country goes to hell and the stock market falls that bad, Money is the least of your worries. That's true, right? Um, Even you know, with the 2008 crash, yep. if you left your money there, for the most part, you were going to make money leave your in money. the long run. Leave your money. If right. your financial advisor left you with any money to leave. Correct. <laughs> I mean, you, you had to basically hypothetically say, hypothetically, you had to basically say to the financial advisor, <laughs> fuck off, just leave my shit there. Leave it. I, I will tell you right now, I got the same phone call my mother and my aunt got. Yeah. And, the, and they go, the world is ending. Yeah. You need to move your shit to grain. And I went, fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to leave my money right where it's at. And mind you, who made money? Right. Well, that's what, you know, my, my grandfather had the same problem happen. My mom had an issue for a little bit, right? Like, um, and, by the way, I love your grandpa. Yeah. You know, and it was, you know, they, they went with the wrong financial advisor. Granted, I don't think anybody had the right one at that time because right, everybody, nobody had seen it before because, yeah. they're, they're, you know, all right. So the people who'd seen it before were people who were Steve's age, you know, now way older, already retired yeah. out of this game, 
Thank way you. I know he did, he but way older. Park, the the only people didn't that saw two thousand eight were the people that were alive in nineteen twenty eight. Yeah. So you mind know, you, my grandmother, but but you, my like, grandmother was born in nineteen twenty seven. Ask me when she died. Two thousand seven. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Right. But so like, she never saw any of that. She, and, but you look at, you know, there's been lows, right? We talked about the 80s. I mean, there, there, there's been some lows. There's always going to be. Yeah, and, and, like, I think that, this year might be one yeah. of them. Hey, knock on wood. I mean, trust me, my betterment looks, honestly, my freaking, uh, it was funny because I, I, I looked at it, my $15 in crypto. Yeah. Uh, looks like $13.20 yeah. last I checked. Everything's going down right um, now. And, but, you know. But it was free $15. It was. Dollars. But you know what's not going down? What? Real estate. It's not. You're right. Yeah. It will at some point, because again, we're in an overblown market, and at some point that's going to crash too. Sure. But. Everything everything has to have a high, right? Well, I mean, Scotty, when I talked to him about Caitlin's place, I said, you know, I'm really worried about the crash. And he goes, all right, when did you buy your house? I said, I bought my house in 2007. He goes, all right, the crash happened in 2008. What'd you do? I'm like, what do you mean? I paid my house. He goes, right. You paid the mortgage. Just like it was every other month. I said, yeah. He goes, okay. And three years later, how much was your house house worth? I'm like, well, you know, it, it went from 130 to 100,000. And then it went up to like 150. He goes, and what'd you do? Well, I paid my mortgage. He goes, okay, so what exactly are you worried about with Caitlin? Is she going to pay her mortgage? I'm like, well, of course she is. He goes, then why are you worried if the market crashes after she buys her place? And especially right now. So like one thing, and I think that you don't see it because it's your own kid and right. from the outside looking in being a real estate investor. When I ask her, Hey, how, how's your, you know, is your tenant paying us? Sure. Like you can budget. And it's funny because like you and I can both fudge numbers to yes. make things look amazing. Yes. Right. Like we are great at that. Um, you could make me look thin. Yes. 100%, yes. Right. Like this is, I'll just stand up. Next, I'll stand up next to you, and people will be like, "God damn, Steve's not that big." Like, if your wife met me and she'd go, "Steve, I'm so sorry for giving you crap about losing weight. You look amazing. I'm so, so like this. You're welcome. I make you look pretty I as shit." These guys know well. I don't think she's gonna say that. Yeah, she'll look at me you and know, she'll hated go, you for a long time. She'll I'm look at me and she'll go, "Damn, he don't miss a meal, huh?" <laughs> And she go, man, his his wife must know how to cook real good. I, I'm but gonna yeah. tell you right now, but, she, she would no go like those. All of you people are paying in the ass. <laughs> but I, I will say that's a true statement. I think it is too. You know I, what I will say is, you know you can you you would throw all of Caitlin's extra money at like her expenses and oh hey you paid this and I'm sitting here going no f that that four fifty that guarantees right towards that mortgage pay that mortgage pay that mortgage pay that mortgage and you're like no she's like expensive and i'm like no 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 no. so the past six months she's had less of a mortgage payment right so um i think she should move a whole other person and move her ass on the couch like this is this is who i am right get rich the easy way um there is no get rich the lucky way there's a luck. I mean, I'm the luckiest person. Your mom I, and dad. No, we could go with Ummer. Ummer, I would say. Are my parents well with a lot enough. of sacrifices? Has I'm, I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I, I will agree with Mike here. Ummer, yeah, is is probably the the smartest of all of us. Oh yeah. 
And I, I won't get into that on the air because yeah. I don't think he will like it. I will say, so I know, I know my mom's net worth right now um, because she went through a bunch of financial stuff recently. Um, she's now on disability and she'll be 59 and a half in like three months. So I see her money is not really her biggest problem in her life. It, her health is her biggest problem. Correct. And, and but we but it's weird because you need the money to get by. I mean, right? So like I had to figure mm-hmm. out if I was going to tap into her 401k just to get her enough money to get by and how much I had to draw off. And I had to do all this pain in the ass. Anyway, so come to find out, she actually ended up getting disability. So now the government, me, you, all of us pay for my mom. Thanks, Wait, everybody. Your mom paid for that for a long, long time. Yep, yep. 49 years working at Steel no. Case or whatever no. the hell it was. Oh, really? Uh, 50, 40 three years good career uh, to your mom yeah, thank you um but so she's good so that being said like okay i know her net worth granted i haven't talked to my father in a long time i know that i used to we talked about it last week on air we did i used to give my my father and his wife money to pay medical bills like i know what his house is worth i know he doesn't have a 401k he doesn't you know if he were to pass i'm still paying for that funeral right um so looking at it, my net worth is is more than my sister my brother my brother my mom my dad my grandpa combined yes i have three gener two three generations three generations yeah that happens <clears throat> money i took those away you just you just made me nervous i'm sorry <laughs> uh that that happens and you'll see that like when i was 18 years old sure my grandma and grandpa were the richest people i knew mine too mine too and my other grandma and grandpa would have been but he he lost his fortune twice uh they lost this was back in the old days you know way back a place caught on fire six houses from them well as the horses pulled the fire engine up there and they just couldn't stop it in time sure. and they didn't have the insurance like that back then sure but where he really lost his money is his wife got cancer mm-hmm. and he spent almost every penny mm-hmm. he had to try to get her well which couldn't do it sucks but well, that's a scary part now i mean that you're talking about when you were like 18 so that's you know a decent number of years ago. We won't we won't do the math. We'll say like seven. We'll we'll, we'll say <laughs> it was like nineteen eighty five. No, I'll just, I'll just say, <laughs> my ass. Hey, but I'm just saying. If it matters. Know, I wasn't born still. I will say he's he's basically my mom's age. Yeah. yeah. No, but we're, we're just we're we're still talking but, about you know you're even if you know you were my age and yeah, it had been thirty some odd matter. years. Yep. Yeah. The fact that a it's a condition. Pro- yeah, it's a problem that happened you know 30 40 years ago is still a problem it happens every generation yeah every medical that causes people to yeah so i i'm gonna say this because i say this shit all the time um we really need to move off of the for-profit healthcare system i would agree because it's horse shit i would agree no no not no it's horseshit. No, it's. It, it, I'm gonna tell you right now. If we moved off of the, do you work for, for profit? Do you, do you work for a nonprofit? Do you work for a nonprofit? I do. Does my wife work for a nonprofit? She does. But I'm gonna tell you right if now. It's fucking it, more money. Them or me? It would put me out of a job. But we still need to move off. Them or me? 
Well, you have more money than than the than the company you fucking work oh, for. Not the company. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So for I, profit, my ass. I work for a company who makes its money on the fact that it costs basically a billion dollars to create and bring a new drug to market. Yep. Yeah, I'm stupid. Regardless of the disease state, and I still would agree you, that if do you work for Pfizer, Jesus, he does no. not. <laughs> like, but again, I would still agree that I think if we made. Because, I mean, yeah, a part of it is the fact that basically you can just set a market for, I want, you know, this, you know, clinical trial in humans to cost $3.5 million. When you could really say, okay, you know, if, you know, our volunteers, you know, especially when you're getting into like the, you know, phase two and three, where it's actually in the patients and you're not. You know, the patients are getting a little bit of compensation potentially for participating in the study. Not a lot. I mean, what they're getting yeah. more than anything is the benefit of yeah. the drug. Or not. Or not. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you could easily say, okay, you know, we're going to cut the cost of this in half or by a quarter or whatever. I can't wait for the study that I was in for my... For your acid reflux? Acid, I cannot wait for that drug to get approved. That is a... Big, Did that help? Big, that, big the acid, I, the, the one I was on? Oh, my God. Whatever I'm on now can suck it. Like The funny part is, what, what phase was it of a study? I have no idea. And I asked them if they'd tell me if it came out so I can get approved. And I don't remember what they said. That was probably... Were you in a double-blind study? I don't know what that means, but no... <laughs> Then they did do a, they, they, they do a very good job of your informed consent if you don't know what kind of study. Do you, you think I listened? Nick paid zero attention. Okay, Mike. You, you did sign some forms. Yeah, he just signed his name. Mike, you've known Nick, right? Because you may have gotten the standard of care and not the drug. No, I, I got the yeah. drug. So there, there, okay, so the, okay, so it might have been open label in, if you in, knew you got the drug. In my well, okay, so. I, I got the drug because they said, hey, this is what it normally does. So it was, I, I didn't have a choice not to get a drug. So it was like, I either, well, got, I either got Prilosec or the drug. Well, when you're, if you're not in a phase one, which is basically healthy volunteers just to look at pharmacokinetics. No, this has already been like approved in Japan. Yeah. So, so you were in either a phase two or phase three. Yeah. And then you're either, you're either on the drug or you're on whatever the standard of care is. You'd still be considered a placebo for that drug, but you're oh, on sure. the standard of care. Okay, yeah. So that that's what I was on. I guess was like either it was either Prilosec or the drug. Yeah. So, and they're so, like, hey, we found that the drug takes like two weeks versus Prilosec takes this long. And then come to find out, hey, I was healthy pretty quick, and I was like, I felt great. As so a person. let me ask this. Now I'm dying because Mike just said this. Does this mean you're Japanese now? I think I'm turning Japanese. (laughs) I was so hoping you would go into that song. I think I'm turning Japanese. But do you like it? I really think so. Politically correct here. Uh, We're we're not overly politically correct. Uh, I say just want to be careful. I I know that in an episode a few weeks ago with Jack Razor, (laughs) I literally made a joke for one person in the world, and he's sitting over there. Uh, that concert was the other day. It was I, the other day. I wanted I, to go. I know somebody that went, and I said, "Did Jack hey. Razor go?" Jack Razor did not, but I know somebody else that went, and I said, "Hey, Twin Towers." By the way, I'm I'm out in their ass right now. Yeah. Twin Towers, you should sit there and go, "Hey, pay your fucking artists, you motherfuckers." Mm-hmm. I don't know about anybody <laughs> else, but I understood that. Right. Let's say go pay, pay the person that makes your art. And so we had a friend of ours on that, that does artwork. 
and he made this. He did. He made that. Your, and, your beard? Yes. And the banner behind you. Well, I mean, he, didn't make the he made the artwork for the banner. And uh, he's going to make my tattoo. He is going to make my tattoo. I should have worn the shirt. I could have easy enough. He uh it's okay. So he did some fan art for this band called Twin Towers. And he talked to them and they they were really cool and and they're like, hey, make our next tour t-shirt. So he made like eight different mock-ups of this t-shirt. So instead they used something that he had done a year prior and paid him not a fucking thing for it. So we had him on the show because why not? And uh, he refused to mention the name of the band. Yeah. So I sat here like an asshole just naming other bands. So I, I named like, hey, the Rolling Stones really should pay Jack Razor for <laughs> his thing. And the last one I said was, hey, Mott the Hoople <laughs> should really pay for it. And Nick goes, the fuck is Mott the Hoople? And I, I said, say, there's a lot of people that you should have gone, gone with. Bone Rangers. <laughs> I should have. Right. I should have. But uh, I'm like, yeah, Mike will know who Mott the Hoople is. And they they have a, you know, one hit wonder from a David Bowie song. And Nick goes, great. Now we're doing fucking jokes for one person in the audience. And I went, yep. You know what? I, I don't want to get super, super serious because I'm having a really, really good time here. Good. But what the big problem is with medical, with business, with people. Everybody is getting greedy. Uh, everybody wants to make a killing off of every single thing they do. They don't really care about anybody else. And this is just the way the world works I, and we're not going to be able to change it i i agree I, I agree with most of the things that you have to say i don't as, know if it's the way david, the world works. As, right, as david says I, I am an anomaly in david's eyes you are you really are you're the exception of the world i think it's what makes me successful i would agree you're honest I, I don't I don't go out and try to get the most out of everybody on a constant basis. I don't push things. Nick as a I, landlord has some of the lowest rents in Grand Rapids. Yeah, I in Grand Rapids for sure. So actually I have a Grand rental. Rapids, Wyoming. I, I, I have a rental right now. Yeah. It's a studio in Lansing. It's not mine. It's okay. one I'm one I'm renting for, but it's officially lower than what I have for rent. You know, but it's a studio. Called? That's called a smart businessman. He is we quite a smart businessman. <laughs> so, but you know, so I, I, I guess I will say is I was talking about the big companies. <laughs> no, no, I, I, talk, I no. get it. No, and, and and but that's it. So no. Um, Hi, yeah, say Dave, Dave, David said he's leaving us now. I, now I get Steve to myself. Steve, so Not fully yourself. You would you would you would flip these houses, right? Um, but it would take two years to flip them. Uh, it took a lot longer than that usually. Okay, and then how many how many did you have at a time? What was the most renters you had? Uh, the most renters we ever had were probably two families and a young kid. So you I only did one house for until you sold it and then did another house? Once in a great while, we'd have a little... You got to remember, I've been doing this for like 35 years, so it's, sure. it's a long time. Longer than you've been alive. God, how old am I? 30? I am 30. 
33, oh, he's 34 in July. But you so you thought I was 40, didn't you? Honestly, Steve, I, I really only I would have put you at 38 and a half. I only, I only thought you were about 50 years old. So uh, my shoes are older than 50. That's I, say, I feel it. <laughs> um, so you would that's you when would, they bought made good shoes. You would now you can't have a shoe house. Um, yeah, I guess that's what you said. We didn't, but really it was long term, we but doing. it was long term though. So, like, yeah. did, did you ever go in, fix a house up, and then just instantly sell it instead of renting it out? Because you played the game of renting it to, to lower your taxation. Yep, that's exactly right. Because so just to let everybody know who's who's still listening and watching. Um, so me personally, I have to pay a capital gains tax, right? Which is, you know, uh 33% on anything that's done within a year. And then it goes down to my plus my plus my own personal taxation rate. I think capital gains is actually 15, 15%, right? On top of what my personal uh, income rate is, which according to the federal government, they owe me money. Now I'm just kidding. But like, you know, so if, if I'm the average person that's making 50,000 and I go flip a house because that's the, the fun thing to do. Now I pay capital gains of, you know, the highest tax rate there is. I get penalized for making money. And then, you know, I still pay my personal taxes on it now. And everybody, and the thing that's bothering me right now is everybody's like, yeah, but there's all these loopholes. These these loopholes because they also have a, a opposite of a loophole. They they overtax you on stuff, right? I don't think you and I have too many loopholes. <laughs> See, if I I can ten thirty one it, sure I can prolong my taxes, but who gives a shit about that when I, literally there's a million people who have flipped a house and they're paying forty something percent taxes on this thing? Like, it's just astronomical to me. Um, I was a dumbass and just did it <laughs> say why? Because I wanted, I wanted the quick money, um, you know, and I'll pay for it next year. Um, and I, I can't now, did you ever 1031 your money? I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, did you prolong your paying your taxes from a flip no. into the same asset class or better? So, Oh, you mean like, buy a house and take that money and buy another one correct you know we always wanted to do that but we just never seemed to get around to do it sure i say you know like i have an eight unit right i've i've done it you have to do it within so many months or something like that you have six months to declare what property you want to do and then within you know time after that to to now we never we never got into a position where we really could do that usually my wife and I was she in the business? If I'd have brought yes. She if was I would have brought her in to help me much earlier. I probably wouldn't be here right now. Where where, where would you retire to? <laughs> no, I'd I'd retire to the same exact spot. Yeah. I just wouldn't be retired in Michigan. Of course, tonight's is today's a day, good day. But 40 degrees is yeah. getting to be such a bunch. Are you where, 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 are you a Florida guy or an Arizona guy? Actually, we like Arizona pretty good. Yeah. Florida, you know. Now I'm gonna break away from the stuff here. Please have it's fun. It's kind of like a history lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I, I hate his real quick. Sorry, I don't mean to Go stop ahead. you. No. Do you have you have uh gosh, what is it? It's uh Net, what's it's not Netflix. What's the other one? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Do you have Hulu by chance? No. 
<laughs> he doesn't know what Hulu is and he probably can't spell it. It's okay. Starts I, with an H. I gotta figure out how to it's get like, it. It's, it's like who it's it's like hula hoop, it only ends with a U. So you're gonna love this. You're gonna we're gonna be talking about history here in two seconds. So I hate history. I think it's boring until I just watched the show called Drunk History. I knew it. It was on Comedy Central. Was it really? It was. So drunk they get people drunk and then they talk about history. So Please tell us some history because we're going to drink and it's, talk about history. Uh, Drug history, fucks and Bruce style. To tell you, I forgot what the hell I was going to talk. Something between bitch. Florida and Some Arizona. Florida, yeah, Florida and Arizona. All right, That's why you're here, Mike. You're not only eye candy. MVP, I Mike. Had no clue. I still want to know where that was. I was going to start yelling for Caitlin for another drink, but uh, Is there we any more were burgers? very fortunate that. Uh, Oh, let's see, around the age of 35, we were able to start traveling. And my wife and I have traveled quite a little bit and very, very lucky. Best place. Um, my, my family in Belgium. I knew that was going to be the answer. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. They, they'd never laid eyes on us when we went over there. They treated us like kings and queens i i remember talking to steve Wait, after that i think I, I think it's just in some cases the european personality because i Our mean families have always yes. stayed in touch yes because my mom has a lot of close relatives in italy and i mean they used why to live why the hell don't you go I and want why to the hell go. haven't i gone no by by the way i want to take a cruise in italy i'm just not so you know italy and greece i'm yeah, not the whole pain right now there. right now i'm not allowed to fly anywhere with my kids true not yet you so must have the same pro officer i do yes <laughs> he does <laughs> slightly different yeah <laughs> mine is ex-wife not wife Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, that. it's okay. <laughs> we did a divorce episode. It's okay. Yeah. No, we did. so <laughs> Mike was, but I mean, but was like the divorce episode. I mean, some of them used to live in the United States, so they already kind of knew each other, and they were actually oh, lived yeah. in the Kalamazoo area. So they were always already oh, close. No but same thing, you know, when they were there, it was just like, oh my god, you know, we're going to oh. take you to do this. We're going to take you to do that. You know, you're going to yep. stay at our house, oh. and you'll eat like a pig mm-hmm. and drink like a fish. How do I do this? Gonna know people. I'm going to tell you right now, none of my relatives are anywhere except for one place I don't want to fucking go. I'm going. Persia. No. Yeah, they're in Iran. I'm not fucking going there. You don't any, I, don't, I don't think no, I have no any more Polish, Polish or, Irish. or Irish left. If I, I did, I would totally fucking go to Ireland right to Ireland fucking now. Eight. I wouldn't. I hear it's boring. Fuck you. What, Ireland? Yeah, I hear that the, all the bars close at 7 o'clock <laughs> at night. Well, the re- there's a reason for that. Yeah, because I started drinking at seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> By then, they're all passed out. Well, yeah. The problem is, is like I don't do well with shit talking. So people are like, "Oh, we can out drink you," and the, the Europeans will out drink you. And you know me, I, I stand up to a challenge. Here we go. Just, just don't go. Just don't go to Liverpool in your Man U t-shirt. I'm, I'm going to Liverpool in my Man U shirt. I will tell they you right now. Yeah. All I know. Is I got a phone call the other day, and I'm like, you need to call your friend Nick. I mean, oh, God. Well, We're not going to get into it. I'm yeah. just saying. I got yeah. that phone call. Whatever. Anyway, so, Steve, you. Yep. I forgot. You, 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 no, you're you're, you're 35 years old. Yep. Okay. Your, your yep. wife and you have yep. been able to afford to travel. And I was so blessed that I hit it a little earlier than you, but. I, I hit it earlier it? than you, too. Uh, I'm just much, saying. 
it's it was very obvious you're a much better male dancer than I ever was. That's where the money is. That's a factual statement. <laughs> so you, he's Chris Farley. You're you're Patrick. Patrick Swayze. Yes, I can see this. I that's a fact. I would pay to watch that. Uh, my name would be Barney at this point. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Barney. We appreciate all well, you. We went down to this little teeny. We were promised a beautiful condo. Sure. And oh, we're all excited. And it's Wednesday, and we're leaving on Friday. Get a call, and the uh, realtor says, "I I made a mistake. I promised you something." that I should not have promised you. I can't give you this place. Well, we got our tickets. She said, well, don't, don't worry. I got you a room in this little motel. It's right on the water, Sandy Shoes Resort. How can you go wrong? It's a resort. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to find out how you can go wrong. <laughs> this was Bowser, you said? No, this, no. Is, this is down is in... Uh, oh. Melbourne, Florida. Oh, Melbourne, Florida. Okay. And we're there the first night. And we're setting up. We take our chairs and we set them out on the walkway there and have a couple of cocktails. And there's a group of eight people down there. The youngest, as I learned later on, the youngest was the same age as my mother. So we sat there and we just stay in our chairs that night and Next night we go out there again and they're doing it all again. You're 35 and, said, and these people well, are 50 something. I think at that point in time she was 58, the youngest girl. <laughs> and we go down there and uh, ask if we could join in this. Sure. Yeah. It took us about 20 minutes to a half hour to be accepted into this group. And they were all. Well, you were young whippersnappers. Yeah. Well, well, and things are so different, I guess, generational wise. Like, mm-hmm. because they were what, World War Two yeah. and Korean <sighs> veterans. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one gentleman. This this is kind of like this is getting off the subject a little bit, but he was the last living known white man to ever talk to a code talker mm. from world war, during war. Yeah. really yep what do you use during, during the apat during the, the pacific theater yep. Which, yeah it yep. was uh on the island of tinian mm-hmm. uh and he died uh, a couple years ago i was able to stay close with oh my god he was funny yeah, we could do a show on that shit. I, I'm going to ask this right now. I, Steve, How I, many times do you want to have Steve on the show after this? A million. I yes, agree. Probably never again. So, Steve, every, like this is, every episode. You, every episode. You remind me of me because, like, okay, granted, I'm it, not that good looking. It doesn't take me 30 minutes to get along with people. It's either they love me or hate me. True story. Um, when I walk into a group, right? Like, I don't, if 30 minutes and they come around, no, like, I'm already either A, kicked out or no, B, minute, absolutely left. Something that you weren't paying attention to. I took my wife down there. My wife, they, everybody loves my wife. Yeah, that's just, thing, <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves his wife, too. <laughs> she said, We really don't want him. She says, Well, yeah, he comes with he a package, package deal. Yeah, uh, okay. But, but so I get that. And so, like, you know, I, 
I just uh, pen paled because I, I became pen pals. Uh, I have a friend. I have a friend from when I was drunk in Florida. Uh, so he's he's in I Germany. People that one. He's in Germany, right? Yeah. And so I was like, hey, and he texted me. He emailed me back, and he's like, I'm really excited for you to come in 2023. Like, we, <laughs> he's still holding me to it. I'm like, I'm still coming. Like, so I'm I'm gonna say I'm this. going to Germany. I learned boat drinking from one person here you're welcome and, and we did not do it but i i have heard how you have a good time drinking on the boat steve would you please explain your your drinking hack on the boat well actually i'm drinking all a lot of the cruises boat. that i went on david were religious cruises uh, yes and you that. never drink anything <laughs> well this is wide this is this is basically because of my wife. Uh, we always try to get the drinking package, and uh, she's she's pretty fussy. So I get the top shelf. If I tell this, they could catch on, and they never let me do it again. I don't think they'll ever listen to this. I don't know who they is, but I, think I don't think any of the cards you gave out of the cruise has uh, really about. Oh, depends on the day. I'll start anywhere between 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You can go down and you can get a drink for yourself and your wife. Okay. So what I do first is I get all the shots for my wife's favorite drink. Take it back up the room. Then I go get all the shots. For your favorite for, drink. No, no I'm for, Wait, her favorite I, drink, her, her second favorite drink, or a second serving of her favorite drink. I, I get mine last. Then so what is this? What is, what is this? Like a uh, cruise with. I get their drinks and stuff. So, and usually about oh, 4, 4.30, they'll come over to the room or we'll go to their room. We, you know, no big deal. And I just have all the stuff there to make everybody's top shelf drinks and even though and this one night this beautiful sunset the boat was positioned perfectly the sun was setting right there 10 minutes before sunset run out of booze <laughs> i said okay i said i'll go down one floor i'll get us all a drink i'll be right back that was packed <laughs> Go down the anyhow. Oh, that point, I'm sure they're all packed. Yeah. And I'm going up to the bar, and I'm like from here to the TV screen away from the bar, and Mon Pa Kettle jump in front of me. Uh, you don't know who Mon Pa Kettle is. Oh, either. yeah. <laughs> That's my fault. That's my fault. Two elderly. No, people. no, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking uh, about. Well, Next, the only one here going. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I can put two and two together. That was yeah. pretty easy. And the ones who are like, I would like, yeah. Well, wait, what has? Wait, yeah, that's exactly. I, right. I only like this after seven o'clock at night. I didn't even see you standing there. <laughs> you? you must have been right beside me. Nailed it. And I bet at enough bars and that they late. Finally to be got like, the it's funny part is, drink. you get them now at like with like the Gen Zers and the millennials at like just I go to the beer exchange regularly. I only really like this kind of beer, but only if it's like this and 
you know, I don't really like drinking anything like this this late at don't night. Don't you just sit there and look at them and go, just order a fucking IPA because that's all you <laughs> idiots drink. <laughs> David, you got you got to learn to be blunt. Don't don't. I, I try not. I n- try not to sugarcoat things. Okay. I'm working on being less blunt because apparently people don't appreciate it as much. You know what I say to those people? Go fuck yourself. Basically, yes. You know, not everybody can make up their mind like you guys can a lot of people they stumble and struggle and they think too much i think the hard part now is and maybe it's because you know and some of the cruises you were at you know they they caught on to what people were doing because i mean like we would go i'm ruined right now i'll never be able to do that again now the cruise we were on like caitlin and i had the alcoholic drink packages dave because of his you know issues, issues last year, last year think... back down from the alcohol yeah. so he and don didn't have the packages i mean we manipulated it as best we could we like did. it was like every five or ten minutes you could get a new drink and so it would be like okay i'm it's getting this drink i'm this. getting dave the next drink i'm yep. getting me the next drink who do you know in this world that can drink that quick and still stand up after an hour and a half after an hour and a half all depends on the drink Shit. it does depend on the drink. i'm not I'm I mean, depending on the bartender, I mean, some pours were like, you. if it was like a cup this big, it was like this much alcohol yes. and this much mixer. Well, it's, a, you know, honestly. And then there were other bartenders who was like this much alcohol and this much mixer. I, I just know right now I cannot wait to swim up to the bar at Coco Cay and just sit there and drink for like six fucking hours. So my problem is, my problem is. I happen to make you a little sad. What do you have, a two-gallon bladder? Steve, yes. Steve, what I'll tell you, what I'll tell yeah. you, here, here's the problem, Okay. okay. Uh, if you tell me I can only get a drink every five minutes, he wants a drink every two minutes. I've like, I will fucking drink until I'm wasted. If you just say, Hey, you're not, and don't take this wrong way. You're a big man. Factual statement. That's true statement. He he doesn't deny it. But, but if you were to sit here and just go, Hey, open bar, drink what you wish. Have a great night. I will slowly drink and have no problems. I will drink until three, five in the morning at a slow, leisurely late. I'm going to tell you right now. It isn't the matter. They're not going to cut you off. five minutes, but but basically we did not realize the etiquette here. So Mike went and ordered two drinks. And then Caitlin walked right up behind him and ordered two drinks. And they go, you've already gotten two drinks. And we're like, well, how long do you have to wait? He goes, at least a couple minutes. (laughs) And we're like, Oh, so like three or four minutes later, Caitlin went up and got two drinks. She yeah. says, wait, I'll just stand right here. Yeah, basically. Because yeah. if, if I can just sip a beer, like, honestly, so I'm the kind of person. Yeah, I think the only I, thing that's on the timer are those Coke machines. I'll, yes. I'll wake up. I'll wake up at. The little Coke freestyles where you yes. get the different sodas. They, the different they don't just give you Coke like it's thrown. <laughs> It's yeah. some weird. Like it's got a sensor every on the bottom, two minutes. The sensor on the bottom of the cup. Okay. I, uh, you know, I. I will wake up, and this is my this is my routine every vacation, right? I wake up, I have a mimosa, maybe a second mimosa, depending. Oh, on and the funny part is, you go, you go to how the, hot it is. You go to the buffet for breakfast, and they, they bring you mimosas. They have and then and then bloody marys, whatever you'd want. Yep, and so then then I'll I'll switch to um, depending on how I'm feeling at that moment. Uh, if it's if if I didn't sleep well, you know, and I've started drinking mimosas at five o'clock, I'll either do a shot or a pineapple or a pina colada or i'll just start drinking beer and if i drink beer i will 
officially drink beer until probably i don't know 4 a.m go to bed wake back up at 6 a.m drink a mimosa and i will start this process all over and that's how i like and probably every four hours on vacation i will do a shot that you know what enough to get me to that next level and i will just drink beer all day all i know right now is we're going to be going on a sunday i think emerson's coming this is going to be that's great. fine like, we're going to be going on a runner. sunday which means we're going to watch like three football games on sunday a night big football, but it football, TV. Night football. Well, we're going to watch three on the sunday let's tr- well what time are we getting on the boat probably like 11 in the morning that's true which means we're going to watch three on sunday we're going to watch monday night football we're going to watch thursday night football we're going to drink the entire we get back what, on, a, on a Saturday, which means there's probably, co- well, no. No, get we, can we get on the, yeah, well, we'll be in Miami on the Saturday. Okay. So. I got to figure out what I'm playing. Can you put a bet on the game? That makes the game a lot more It fun. does make it a lot okay, more so fun. I'm, no. First, I'm going to say something that's going to make you sad. I'm okay. going to say something that you're going to enjoy. Okay. I've made the decision. I will not be joining you guys on a cruise in 2013. 2013. 2013 was a long time oh, ago. No, he's 20, not going to join us 2023. Okay. I have made the decision. Uh-huh. Every other year I want to do a vacation with my kids and then a vacation with my family. That's perfect with sure. my friends. Very sure. I like so, that. I mean, so that's until, until but the happy part? Yes. Cup, end time. of September when I hit my 25 year anniversary where I work. $2500. Nice. I'm going to Spend that some of that on the casino in an attempt to get a free free cruise. cruise. (laughs) You are a smart man. I'm sorry. I mean, it's $2,500. Again, it's. Be sorry. Well, I, you know what? I know we're supposed to be talking about finances. We are kind of talking about finances. We are, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is what happens. We kind of get off, off I cycle. I have a tendency to make people drift. I always have and always will. Well, I do have a question here. So you're retired. So walk us through that. You decide, okay, it's time. I'm not going to work anymore. What did you do with the business? Uh, My son and my other helper, Tim, they've been working. Actually, Tim has been working with me 30 years, Mm -hmm. and I think Brent's like 28 years. Mm -hmm. But uh, Brent has taken over the business. And, do you uh, still get any like kickback from it as you pur- pur- fully purchased it or uh, because it's still steve henderson construction or no, whatever do you get some kickbacks it is not, on as it? a matter of fact we are in the process of changing that all over right now rebranding and well he earned no i agree i would agree yeah no he supported I know. my fat old lazy ass <laughs> for 30 years. I, I will say this. So when so he, is this going to be Brent Henderson or is this going to be Henderson and Sons? Uh, he That's his decision, and we're not 100% sure of how we're going to do that just yet. But one, of my, one of my favorites, so Steve redid our kitchen. No. And Steve came up and worked the first day for like, I don't know, a couple hours. I'm almost positive you've made a mistake. I think it was seven and a half hours. It might have been. Well, it might have been seven and a half hours, but five of it may have been drinking with you. So at one point he goes, well, I don't want to have to send Brent up to, to sand for 20 minutes, but I guess I'll have to. So Brent came up like every day to sand for 20 minutes. And at one point, 
Caitlin goes, you know, Brent basically built the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. The boss (laughs) watches. Yeah. And the workers work. No, 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 no. The boss supervises. Yes. Oh, I mean. I like this kid. I know know you have. I've only known you for 30 some years, too. I know the big words. Well, I never. I, I always was at school. I just wasn't in the classroom when I was. I remember a couple of times my brother and your son were on the same baseball team, and you guys would always. Oh, we had a good baseball team too. I'm just talking about the uh, little league teams. Yeah, and you guys would always sponsor. Yeah, and you would always invite the families for a party to your house, and I remember swimming in your pool a couple of times. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, you got a pool. But you, and, you, yeah, at oh, the house we've got a creek now in the pond. Yeah, natural springs, natural springs. At the house, at the house, he had a pool at the house that had the. That's the pool. He did <laughs> with the great toilet. Uh, sorry, Steve and I had a moment. So uh, we both enjoy Caddyshack. I have, oh, I have many moments with Steve. Can I just? Are you retired now? He is. Yep. This is like. What do you my... want to do tomorrow? What I want to do and what I'm going to do are two different things. Do you want to wake up? Yeah, I do. Go to go to breakfast. No. Nope. Go back to your place. We'll nope. just drink. Nope. No, I'll, take I'll a, get up. We'll take a nap. I'll watch the news. Okay. I'm probably, I don't know, I'll look at my phone a little bit and stuff. And uh, this is... I'll probably get up and go to the gym. I don't know. You guys probably noticed my bicep. I, I did. You are definitely jacked. Where do you go to the gym at? Reps Gym, Plainwell. Jerry wow. Bearman. Was that was that a sponsor right there? Like, I mean, he just said that. Like, he he literally. Boom, this is. I mean, I they could sponsor us. I'd be fine with yeah. that. Yeah, I'd be fine with any sponsor at this point. Reps Gym, boom. Here we grab that bottle of Crown Royal. Let's get that sitting right out. All right, us. now we're talking. That, that everybody will be drinking brown, brown wine. Brown wine. There you go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Crown, Crown, we're waiting for that sponsorship. Well, that's from Canada, you know. I, I'm fine with it. Now, do you know where Crown Royal came from? Tell us. I was going to. Um, I'm going to say it was in like 1928. The Queen of England came over to Canada for a visit, and so they wanted to have something special for her, so they left uh, Seagram's in the keg for another two years and came up with Crown Royal. No shit. You thought it was going to be something real exciting, didn't you? I mean, that's actually exciting to me, but like, huh. So how many years is that age then? What's Seagram's normally aged? Five seconds. (laughs) Just enough to get a little brown on it. Yeah, like I mean, you ferment it, you throw it into a freaking so, bottle. Like it's, so it's not like a, it's not like an eighteen-year-old single malt scotch. No, see, it's Seagram uh, seven seven. No, eight. it's not. Oh, actually, I am a single malt scotch fan. Not an expert, not by any means, way, shape, or form. Really? But I've drink no Lagavulin. <laughs> so okay. back back in the day, so like two thousand. I go out to LA to see my family and they love James Bond out there, mind you. 
James Bond. So they decide they're going to get a martini. Shaken? Shaken, not stirred. And they get the damn thing. And this this was one of my younger cousins who unfortunately has passed away since, but he tastes it and he goes, holy shit, how do people drink this? So here's the problem. Okay. Every summer, yeah. I, I make martinis because I'm a fancy, classy person. And I love pineapple martinis, which is why you okay. don't drink them. Okay. Right. Mind you, you just said the key word, pineapple. Oh, yes. pineapple Vermouth is, I mean... Vermouth tastes like shit. <laughs> tastes like shit. That's when you know you're not you're, you're, you're dealing with, you. you've got your gin, you've got your vermouth, and then, again, you're adding whatever, you know, yeah. olive juice, it's a dirty, you know. That helps a lot. Yeah, let's see. I don't like olives, so it would help me. I, so my triple sec. All the I will say oh, this. I olives on my pizza today. Because I, I get bottles from a certain place in town that is known for their Mexican food. Is that the place that doesn't let you swear? It is the place that kicked me out because I said the F word too many times. You get bottles from there. I do. I was surprised too. Brett and Yvonne have gone there before. They they go there before concerts in town. It's the famous Mexican they, cafe. They make their margaritas with one liquor. Triple sack. Triple sack. No tequila. Which means it's not really. It's not a fucking margarita. Wait a minute. That's against the law. They make it with only triple sack. We get bottles from them and 95% of the bottles are triple sack. And it's not. Have your phone with you? I do. Get a hold of Jennifer. Let's get this shit worked out right now. Bullshit. But no, I mean, when you go home and you talk to your, your wife and your son, Say, hey, I know about the margaritas you drink. They're only triple sec. Yeah. I, if I may be allowed. But then it, it, it's also important to remember it's not truly tequila unless it's made in, a, in certain provinces in Mexico. True story. Well, statement, actually, yes. But people will claim it. So. I, I know right now that I am a tequila connoisseur. I am not. I love it. It's so weird how opposite we are. I, I absolutely love it. I So... One of the guys in the garrison. But are you really a connoisseur? Would you actually like drink it straight if it was like really like oh, tequila? Oh, I I will. Okay, yeah. like the so, really fancy like. There was a place in yeah. on the north side of town that had a tequila club that I was in, and then they closed, which pissed me off because I like tasting different tequilas. You ever been to Mexico? I have not puked from the tequila. I have not I'm been to Mexico than you. So <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever eaten the worm? I have not, but I would. So one of the guys in the garrison, Kevin, who yeah. I love Kevin, uh, he drinks top shelf tequila. Yeah. Anybody, anybody want to guess what? No, no. Anybody want to guess what his favorite brand of tequila is? Oh, God, Bernard. Jose Cuervo. No, worse. Worse? <laughs> El Toro. El Toro. <laughs> You're talking. You're right. Worse. He found a place in Traverse City that literally had the El Toro on the top fucking shelf. So now he he, he is <sighs> he swears that it's top shelf tequila because he found it in oh, one no, fucking no. party store. Yeah, okay. It's on the top shelf because, you know, you're like some of the others are like locked in the cabinet. Yes. Hey, when I started making my margaritas, now this would be a long time ago, I used El Toro. That was. Top, I mean, I did it. I that was I, top shelf. For me I drank El Toro as a college student. 
see. Well, yeah, when you're you're young and broke, I, I drank five. I drank five o'clock vodka as a college student. I drank Smirnoff. I five drank o'clock and pop off. Pop off. Five o'clock and pop off. Oh, you didn't grow up poor enough, long enough. So I will tell you right now, one of my favorite Mike drunk stories was the hot damn night. Ooh, oh, my, he got hot damn and red dog. He got yes. so drunk on hot damn, he can't literally smell it anymore. No, I I can't. I I. It was somewhere. I think and it was Red actually Dog. With, with the bottles. Oh, Walgreens uh, Red Dog. This past weekend when I was helping, not or the weekend before, a couple weeks ago, yeah. weekend when I was helping your, got in before a lot of other people, and I, I saw like a hot damn bottle, <laughs> and I'm like, mm. I, I cannot do. We had hot damn and Red Dog all freaking night. I was, I was cinnamon, 18. And mind you, cinnamon is one of my favorite flavors ever. <laughs> Still? But, but not yes. hot damn. Oh, see, I cannot do it. Like, I, I don't like, people will be like, hey, let's do Fireball. And I was like, I'll do it. But like, I don't like I did it. some Fireball. I like Fireball. I did Fireball. What else I just there? like Atomic Fireballs in general. Yes. The candy. Oh, yeah. Nope. Cinnamon tastes good coming back out. See, Mine this is. better than just straight tequila. True. <laughs> Words of wisdom just to let everybody know, right? So if you know that you're going to not be well by the end of the night, you're saying Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Well, it wouldn't be my first choice. I say, I say, eat an entire bowl of Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles <laughs> because it tastes great going down and coming back up. Truth matter is, and I, you can tell by looking at me, I enjoy my eating and I love to eat a bowl of pre sweetened. My favorite is Captain Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. I had Captain Crunch yesterday. Did some Captain two bowls. Crunch. Wait, yesterday was Monday? Sorry, on Sunday morning. I like some we, Captain we, Crunch. I like some Crunch Berries. Oh, of course. Captain no, Crunch. What's Captain Crunch? Just dumb straight through Captain Crunch. Just the Captain Not, Not with the berries. The funny no. part is. I will say I'm Captain Crunch with the berries. This is my oh. son. Okay. There's, it's, it's a, one of the Malto meal or whatever cereals. Yep. In the um, bag. Yeah, in the big bag. Yep. It's, it's like dino things or something. It's basically their version of Fruity Pebbles. Which my son likes a whole lot better than Fruity Pebbles. And they also have a version with the marshmallows. So much more flavor. Yes. Oh my gosh, they do. And it's the great. It's great. Right. It's like you get the best of Lucky Charms because you get the marshmallows without having to have the crappy, nasty part. Mm-hmm. And you get Fruity Pebbles in it. I agree. Your son honestly gets it. Yeah. He's going places in life. Say, <laughs> <laughs> that's trust me. I choose that one too. Um, so, Steve, yep. what made you retire? The wife, the people. No, no, shit. My wife, she's probably one. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. It's just, I think I'm going to actually probably be my age, and I'm just, you know, customers always right, which they're not. Never. They are. Mm-hmm. And they're paying, it, it's they're the, paying the bill. It's the unfortunate nature of any sort of basically yeah. customer driven. You know, they're never right. So, and, and honestly, I give you so much credit. And that's one thing I, I'd love to talk probably off the air about is how to deal with that. Because um, you made it 50 years with a, a, a customer saying, hey, this isn't how it is. And this isn't what, it, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't this, right? Like I, I go to a property, I go to a property and, it, and hey, I need my screen. I need my screen fixed. And I, you know, I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put the screen on. I'll put the uh, what do they call it? Beating or, or uh, you know the the, yeah, ru- the the little rubber. Yep, the yeah, rubber run. Yep. yep. And so I'll I'll push that in there. 
oh, that's wrong. That You need to go get new. You need to do this. No, you don't. Right, exactly. And, I, and the problem is, is these tenants will fight me. Oh, I'm not, I'm not paying rent until it's done correctly. Do you think I give two shits about you and what the hell you're going to do in this world? Like, and the problem is I tell these people straight up how it is. Like, no, it's fixed. It's fixed correctly. If you have a problem, call the city. The city's going to go ahead and call me. You know, but they want everything. It doesn't have anything to do with the screen at all. It has to do that they don't have the money or they're spending the money elsewhere and they just don't want to pay you is what it has mm-hmm. to do with. I'm glad you understand that. We could be friends. Are you sure you don't want to just wake up tomorrow and start drinking? Because I'll take the day off tomorrow. Uh, what, what the hell makes you so sure I ain't going to? <laughs> you already told me you're waking up and going to the gym or some bullshit. Yeah, but that's at like... Hey, you don't of, get guns like that. That's at like 10 or 11 o'clock in the, after, in the morning. You know, I always used to set a rule for myself. My wife and I, we don't, don't drink till noon. We don't start drinking. Well, when I was younger, yeah. Noon. Yep. Well, it's a lot tougher than when we don't. Hey, you're laughing at. We don't start drinking till like four o'clock in the afternoon, unless we feel like drinking earlier. That's a great. Rule That's a good rule. I'm not. Well, wait a minute. Okay, you guys are. I could be at your house by four o'clock tomorrow. I dropped my. Know, it's funny you bring that up because my wife says that you're there quite a bit when I'm not around. <laughs> How'd, right, she, how, how'd she describe Wait, him? She hasn't talked about the French the French maid's uniform that I wear yet, right? She <laughs> all she says is big Mike's coming today. That's all she says. <laughs> is that you want you want me to pat him down for the hundreds? <laughs> you got the serial numbers figured out? Yeah, because I only leave her change. Yeah. <laughs> no, we talk about retirement. So like I had my yearly review a little over a week ago. And they basically I mean, I'm at almost 25 years of my job. Good for you. Where I work. And so they're like, mind you, when after you and I talked, I'm like, I hate my fucking job. Yeah. We'll talk off the air about yeah. what my bonus was. Can I interject one thing? Yeah. Of course. Did you give yourself a bonus? No. All right. Interject. I loved my job. Oh, I really enjoy what I'm doing. But Did you, you know, really? I, I've no. been there. I mean, at this point, you know, I mean, you, you'll be. Like you said, you work 50 years at your business. So basically, mm-hmm. I'm almost at half what you were owning your business. Well, you're about half my age. Well, no, I'm more than half your age, but I'm, still. I'm half your age. You are. Yeah. But not quite close. But they basically, like a lot of other people are like, you know, hey, what's your, you know, career plan for the next five to 10 years? They were basically like, you know, when are you actually kind of thinking about retiring? And I kind of looked at <laughs> it. I'm like, I'm like, I've got about seven more years of paid child support i said so i mean that's a big thing that's kind of like getting your house paid for it will which will get me you know to just short of 55 but the kids are going to be going to college then too yeah but i'm already working on that with other money i'm putting aside congrats bucks and bruce but the idea being they're basically like i'm like i would like to retire no later than 60 because basically once I'm done paying child support because I'm already budgeting in money to help my kids go to college. It's basically once I'm done paying child support, that all that money goes into my retirement. What are you going to do? In terms of what? After I retire? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it ain't that easy. I am. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking for a lot money there. I know. Might not be the best choice. I remodeled and built open, 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 uh, Jamaica Beer Exchange. Do, Fly down there, have to get do yes. something you like. Yeah. And I mean, my retirement isn't going to be like done working. It, it'll probably be something like doing like a part time job where I'm like a scout professional or something like that. I am very struggled. active in scouts. I have struggled for the past four or five months. Every day when I got up, I had something to do. Mm-hmm. Men needed materials. Customers need to be seen. No, don't be. Like I said, I'm already kind of thinking about it. I'm making connections. You? Like I said, my kids are both in scouts. I really enjoy the scouting program. Oh. If it still exists in... Nothing better than helping out the youth of America. Yep, yeah, is to basically stay in that probably after I retire and like I said whether I'm you know being like a part-time professional or just doing it as like you well, know the unpaid people that help out what do you think I'm going to tell you what I think I'm just asking this question what do you think is your most valuable asset to this world mine particularly your, Shit, yours and you didn't know I even knew like, words like, like no it, first of all like let me like from the bottom of my heart, greatest fucking question that's ever yeah. been asked on this on this podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I really mean because people don't ask that type of stuff no, like that. Don't. But like that is amazing, right? Like uh, you guys never have run with somebody like me before. I'll bring this show down. Hang on a minute. Some of us have run with guys like you before. <laughs> it almost comes into something that I, I had a meeting. It was they they called it a skip meeting, so I don't talk to my supervisor. I talk to my supervisor's supervisor. And basically, that was almost a question, like, from a work-related perspective. And basically, it was like, you know, we talked a little bit about some of the training that I'm responsible for because of some of the things I'm a subject matter expert for. And some of that might be moving. I've I'm known like, you I, for a little while. I don't mind. I, I said, I don't mind training. I said, but I, I'd much rather be like a one-on-one mentor than training like a large group of people. And so to me, that's kind of, I think, more what it would, for me, that's what I could find my passion in is being like, Hey, you know, I know how to do this. Let me mentor you. And said, if it's anything like I said, especially in scouts, it's going in and being like, Hey, I've been a scout master before. I've been a cub master before. I've been this, that, and the other thing before. Let me help you be successful at it. You and I are on the same page. Your knowledge and experience Mm -hmm. is the most valuable Mm -hmm. thing that you have. Now, if you were like, uh, does that bother you? What? That that that's your number one best thing, your knowledge and experience. No, I I'm very proud of that. How long did it take you to feel that way? I've felt that way for a long, long time. I've said that for <clears throat> I said the United. I've said this twenty, twenty five years ago when they were forcing all these people out. I said you guys in upper management are giving away the United States' most valuable asset right now, forcing these people out. I've I've dealt with insurance companies for 45 years. And the new young kids today are coming up with ideas that were tried 30 years ago. They didn't work then. They're not going to work now. Sure. And these guys say, oh, yeah, shit, this is going to work great. I says, have you thought about this? No, 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 no. But there's other guys. 
So, all right, we'll see what's what. All the adjusters I used to work with, they're all gone. All so, new kids. Though. So you worked with, so they found you to go do the work for the properties. Um, now let's see how it happened. Okay, the storm had come through. I'd have a customer. I always tried to do it differently. Uh, the adjusters like to come in. They give their figures or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they're two this. cents on your 10 cents. Yeah. And then they're out. And then I'm, I come in. I always tried to meet with the adjuster, go through it, and he'd say, well, that's going to have to be fixed. I say, yep, that is going to have to be fixed. What about all those other rafters that are attached to that? Even if they're not broken, they're out of place, and we've got to lift those up. And then, yeah, yeah, you're right and stuff. But I mean, I was working for the customer, not for the insurance company. Mm -hmm. Sure. Might have been working a little bit for myself, but <laughs> of course. But like, I mean, and that's just how it has to go. Um, you know, because I, uh, when I bought my first house, it was the weirdest situation we've ever, ever dealt with. Um, you know, we had a storm come through after i bought it of course and uh it ripped off some siding gee that's too bad yeah and uh you know all of a sudden i have enough money for siding well you know the first guy quotes me like twenty eight thousand dollars here it is two thousand i can do it for 27 without looking <laughs> that's exactly it You're right? not helping me david i know that's exactly it though right <laughs> so like you know, I was like, this seems ridiculous. So mm -hmm. I get my insurance guy and he's like, I'll meet the guy. And he goes, all right, cool. You're kind of approved for this. My uncle's a contractor. And I was like, Hey, come here. Let me figure out what I can do here. And he's there like, he we're going to do brand new vinyl signing that'll cost you seven. I was like seven. What can we do with 20? So I get my whole house room. No, I get part, you know, I get, I get a bunch of other stuff, done. but um, you know, it just it blew my mind. The, the amount of the difference between going from you as a contractor to, this guy who's ripping off, he's been on, you know, the news for scamming millions of people for millions of dollars. They're, uh, they're out there. Yeah. Oh, he is and was. And <laughs> say, I wanted to be a dick and buy his building. <laughs> say, um, but right. So like, there, there's just so many different things, you know. Um, and, but, and the good thing is he kind of knew the insurance side, which blew my mind because so, he, I, my insurance claimed that I get the new replacement. So on my house, originally I had aluminum siding. Well, I get to replace that with vinyl siding because that's the new and better process. And now I have to match around all four sides. Yes. So now I have to redo the entire, and I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. So, I mean, you know, now my house is well worth it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, the insurance companies are the ones that make up they're the ones that put those paragraphs on the paper. That's exactly it. One you gotta you gotta have the right person that knows the right stuff. So now now my I mean my agent, he has my back for the most part. And they all know that's your big key. Oh, one hundred percent. You need a good agent. And and he knows. He knows what I want. And he's like, Hey, you can do this for this price or this. And I was like, Look, you need to tell me what I'm gonna do, but understand that when if I need you, the three times I hope to use you in my life, fire whatever. Like, I better get every damn dime, right? Like, okay, nope. And I was like, trust me, I'm going to be a complete asshole about it. <laughs> okay. 
What insurance company do you deal with, if I may ask? Uh, Vredevog Brummels out of Hudsonville. I use Joel Emerson. Um, and then... What company do they represent? Uh, a bunch of them. So they're a broker. So okay. right now, I, I used to have State Auto. That was absolutely horrible. Um, and who do I have now? I don't know who I have now, to be honest. But you know what I do know? I can call Joel right now and say, hey, who do I have? And he'll go, this is who we have you with. This is what we have. This, right? Because I want an answer and I want it now. I don't want it. You know, when it comes to things that impact my life that big, right? So like my wife, if she gets into a medical emergency and I happen to, I mean, I have my, have my insurance, my primary health insurance on me, but otherwise like I have, you know, these are the very few things I know. Do I know what coverage I have? No, I don't care, right? Who the hell does? Right. Like David. Yeah, I say. <laughs> well, Ner- nerds. David. I forgot, David. What do you do for a living? Uh, I work at the insurance company. <laughs> oh, that's right. You write the book. Uh, yes. Do you have I your own insurance? Yeah. Sorry, so. But right, so like, you know, I, I, I need to have the right people in the right place that do the right stuff. And, and that's what's made me successful. Knowing people. Yeah. Right? You have like, to know people. Yep. And the people you know are good honest. I have to people. be good honest in people. Yep. Yeah. Well, I See, think that's a mistake you made when you hired me, David. You should have been looking around for somebody. No, I'd still find the best person. Well, yeah. yeah. So, the person is going to be the most honest to you. I'm Correct. Almost done with my parole. I think another 16, 18 months, I think I'm done. That's fine. I can handle that. So, that's not bad. Yeah. You know, and, and really all of us have had that. We we have mentored kids and, you know, I, I've talked about this many, many times. It's the most rewarding thing I did was coaching my daughter and her, her teammates. Uh, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And honestly, I would trade the world to go back and do it again. 100%. Honestly, I don't get that chance. All day, we don't run. You're not done yet. I just said that to Courtney the other day. I was like, you know, <laughs> the one thing I miss right now, I miss coaching. Yeah. I, I do. I miss coaching. You can get your daughter into softball so you can do some nope. more coaching? Nope. I no. hope not. So, or any other sport? I don't know if I'm going to start A, having to learn gymnastics. Ah, um, you are. It'll be the next Bella Crowley. But so, like, I did. What's I felt better than that. So, yeah. so here, here, here's, here's arrogant asshole Nick, right? Um, my daughter wants to play soccer. Okay. Soccer's filled up. They need volunteers for coaches. But she can't play. Do you know who? Because it's filled, right? Like soccer she can't play, but they still need volunteers. If they need you. coaches, if they need coaches, guess who's going to be playing, play. right? Yeah. And, and do you know, like, you know, and I look at it, and go, okay, do I know what I'm doing? No. But a, I know how to lead. B, I have enough friends that know how to sit here and do that, and I will bring them in. Hey, we have a special guest today. And guess what? I will teach you the rest of the year what he taught me in that one hour. I coached soccer for one year. Exactly, right? David, you don't know a dang thing about I know more about soccer Mind than you. you do. I played soccer for like Six 10 minutes? years. Yeah. Really? I did. I really wow. did. I had no idea. I, I played from like age five to probably eighth grade. Yep. And so, right, and that's just it. Like, so my, so my wife's like, hey, would you be okay with coaching? And I'm like, yeah, if that's what it takes to get my kid Playing we'll soccer, hook, we'll hook you up with Matt if you need some. Yeah, seriously, Matt. Matt knows soccer. Matt, who? Mal. Yeah, he's, he's in the Star Wars group. Yeah, no, and then uh, like my, you know, one of my good friends, Robbie. Like he, he's 
gosh, you played college soccer, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know enough people that I can get by, and that's all that Well, matters. I mean, that's part of what life is, isn't it? You find people that can tell you what to do, when to do. I needed a roof a few years ago. Yep. My first phone call was to Steve. Yep. And Steve goes, Did that ever quit leaking? It did. Okay. Steve goes, That's right, the ice dam. Steve goes, uh, Yeah, I'm not really doing roofs anymore, but call Spencer. And I'm like, All right. Oh, okay. And he gives me Spencer's number, and I call him. He's like, Yeah, you know, Steve, I'll come up to your roof. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's how I get 80% of the stuff done because I call and I'm like, Hey, I know so and so. And they're like, Oh, yeah, I love that person. I'll come do it. Well, that's I mean, the guy that does my roofs, right? Like, I honestly, like, if I call right now, he's like, Oh, Mr. Nick, it's uh, snowing outside. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> Nothing. I was just letting you know what the weather was, and I was like, "All right," you know, and and I love it. But um, you know, it's really just building that relationship. It is. Can we take one step backwards? Sure. One. Now we went over this like an hour ago. At the level, the younger level, high school. Some of the high school kids need a little more technical stuff, but developing their own self-worth and their confidence at that level you get more out of that i don't give a shit what kind of technician they are but if they feel confident in themselves Mm -hmm. they're going to be better and it'll work out better for Mm -hmm. 100 right like i have watched kids i I coach bowling and uh right i used to i love Um, and to watch a kid to watch a kid and go hey pick up a seven pin oh i can't it's my hardest pin all right and he misses right oh i got this and like this kid hasn't picked up one all damn season right wham that's my boy right like just no but like honestly like getting them to believe in who they are as people right like that is the biggest you can do anything you know one of my things when it comes to schooling and stuff is like i want people like I'm so naive to how many real jobs are out there in this world. When you say, Hey, like you could really go be anything you want. What do you want to do? And if people are like, Oh, I want to eat Oreos. I mean, God, now with what the heck it is. Yeah. Okay. You have to go eat every Oreo and taste them and go, Hey, this is my review on these things. And then figure out where to put it. Like there's so many things that you could do with this. And kids just have to understand, like, you know, we talked about it on last episode. My my daughter got called spoiled, and it was like, no, like who called she, her that? My sister in law. And uh, is, is she spoiled? One hundred percent, right? Like, but like the fact is, is like, if my daughter's complaining about something that she made the choice to do, a she needs to live with her choice. But like, listen to what she's complaining about. I wanted that thing. I want that. You can have that thing. It's not like it's irreplaceable and I'm going to teach you how to get it. Right. Here you go. Here's 20 bucks. We're going to go out and buy it. And I guess what? She stopped crying. And once you learn that 20 bucks doesn't mean shit. Like, and my wife's like, Oh, we have to teach her how to do this. And I was like, no, I sit there and have a conversation with her. You can't cry because you don't have what you want. You can't do this. You can't do like, I have, my kid hates me because I give her four hour lectures, lectures, <laughs> but, but she understands What's that like right this <laughs> so, you're a little less swearing. you're not her best friend you're that's a factual father. statement right if, if you wanna and i'm not saying you are but you want to make a worthless kid 
Try to give in, give in to them, make them happy on everything, and don't teach them right from wrong. If you want to do that, you'll make a worthless kid more times than that. Well, you know, I sit there and I, I look at Caitlin a lot because, you know, I was not the best coach for her. Sure. Because she was my daughter and I didn't want anybody going, well, she just gets this because she's coach's daughter. So you I were a hair tough. On I her. was really hard on her and I would have players come up to me and go, you need to be nicer to Caitlin. You're, you're a dick. No, I don't. And I'm that like, is that why Brent never played football? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, this, this is the way it is. And I'm going to treat her the way I treat her. And, you know, by the time she got to her senior year, I just sat there going, my God, this, you know, I, I saw one of the memories the other day and, and it was a picture of her and Whitley and it said all of this ends in less than 40 games. Oh. And I mean, I can go back to that moment in my mind and I was just so happy that I got to coach her that final year and I didn't yell at her. I didn't get pissed at her. She just, she did whatever she did and I was perfectly happy with all of it. It was probably her best season of softball sure. because she didn't have some asshole coach up her ass constantly going, why didn't you make this throw or why didn't you catch that ball or why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? She didn't hear any of that because it didn't matter to me anymore. I mean, I was just enjoying the ride. Well, so, you know, I mean, you know it as much as I do. Like I am, if I know you, I'm way harder. Oh my God. You were off to Jessica calling strikes. 100% right. Like, and people think that they're like, do I spoil my kid? Right. When it comes to the right things. But like, I also hold my kid to a very high accountability. Yes. Right. If my daughter back talks anybody here, right. It is a straight boom. You're standing in front of me. We do not do. And the, here's why. And like, right. Like disrespect. Like she's sitting here going, I know. I understand. And no, like until you get it, I'm not stopping this conversation. Right. And like, I hold her to a, you know, asshole, 17 year old conversation. And of course, say, say. Uh, Nick, <laughs> Scotty doesn't right, know, Nick. Right. Um, well, while Nick gets rid of his, his phone call there, um, you know, we sit there and, and again, a lot of the lessons I learned, I didn't know I was learning. You know, I, I, I went to practice and they said, you know, slant right, slant left, whatever. I, I didn't realize that I was learning life lessons. It, it was something that came much, much later in life. And again, you know, I, I looked at my coaches in a certain way and I didn't realize even back then, I'm like, I love Steve and I love Steve back then, but I didn't realize the impact he was having on me because, you know, I did at that point, I didn't know I, I was ever going to coach. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do. And there were plenty of times that, you know, I, I did dumb shit or I was worthless for a year or two. But, you know, when, once I started coaching, I knew exactly who I wanted to be. I knew who I wanted to emulate. I knew what type of impact I wanted to have because, you know, Mike and I would sit there, you know, the last couple of years of high school, I'm like, Hey, let's go see Hendy. And he's like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. And, you know, at the end of the day, that was the impact I wanted to have on my kids. I wanted them to sit there and get excited about, Hey, I'm going to go see coach today. And, you know, on, on some of my really rough days, I will sit there and tell people, I'm like, sometimes all you need to do is talk to your old coach. Cause Steve will make shit better. I, I'm sitting there trying to die. And, you know, I'm the only one that doesn't know I'm dying, mind you. Everybody else knows I'm, I'm two feet in the grave. And Don says, yeah, Steve's going to come up and see you today. I'm like, that's awesome. 
mind you, I still don't know I'm dying. And by that point, I really wasn't. But it meant so much to me that Steve came and, you know, hung out that at the hospital. What it looked like. It, looked like it didn't look like dying. I was dying. But I was so happy that Steve came up to the hospital and hung out. And I mean, you know, that last day I was there. So I had Steve and Jim and Wendy came to the hospital. I get home and Mike comes up and sits with me while I sit there sleeping on the couch because I can't stay awake. Didn't but any of this seem odd to you? It didn't at the time. It did the next day. So the next day I'm, I'm talking to Dawn and I went, Marv came and saw me on Wednesday. And she goes, yeah. And I said, you know, I sent him a text afterwards and I said, uh, hey, I really appreciate you coming up. And he goes, yeah, well, if something happened, I couldn't live with myself. And I said to Dawn, I go, did Mark think I was dying? And she goes, everyone thought you were dying. And I'm like, seriously? And she goes, yeah. And, and that was the first time it hit me that I should have died. You were pretty close. I was pretty close. And, you know, I got really lucky and the people that cared about me came and saw me. Only the good die young. Yes, well, I'm going to live a long time then because I'm not that damn good. <laughs> but I mean, going to have it in the bad girls collection. You're damn right about that. Uh, you know, and uh, again, I, you know, 44 years old, I'll be 45 this year. You know, if, if I have half the impact on the kids that I coach that you had on me, oh bullshit! I'm a I'm a happy guy. Uh, you you can say no bullshit life. all you want. One of the proudest moments. So. I used to have a really good friend in the news and I, he did this thing called one good thing. And I said, uh, Nick, I think I got a story for you. Uh, every year the girls read letters to people that are influential in their life. And he goes, yeah, that sounds awesome. So he comes and he records it. And my mom saw it and she's like, yeah, that's cool. And Steve called me after he saw it in tears. And it was probably the best I've, ever felt in my life other than coaching my daughter because that meant more to me than anything else I, you know he he was proud of me and you know I, I i at that point i'm like well i hit a level that you know somebody i look up to is really proud of of what i'm doing and for me that was just a hell of a moment and and I mean, honestly, so, you know, I'm, I'm at Coopersville now and I'm an assistant coach. And I said to Chris a couple months ago, I'm like, uh, we're going to do letters again. And he goes, yeah, I don't really know if it's going to translate up here. I'm like, I don't care. We're going to do letters. I talked to a couple of the kids. They're for it. And I told him, I said, I'll go first. And when we start to do letters, I'm calling his ass to come up because that's who I'm going to tell. Because at the end of the day, the coach I am is the coach that I had. Uh, hey, uh, nobody, no one got more out of it than I did. I enjoyed all of you young men and you're just, you know, hey, certain people's personalities just bond together. So uh, you always, you always made me feel special. And you are. You've always treated me really, really well. And again, Mike never played football, so he never played for you. But anytime I'd say, Mike hey, he's always been a good guy. I said, hey, we're going to go play golf with Steve. And he's like, holy shit, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to go over to Steve's. Oh, God, I just want to see Steve. Yeah. And he's always been excited to see you. And you know, he's smarter than that, too, you would think. You would think. I mean, he didn't graduate <laughs> with honors. Spark. <laughs> you graduate with honors? 
Wow, you are book smart. He is. He is. Just so you know, I'll graduate with honors in two months. <laughs> yeah, but that's like years later. <sighs> Wait a minute. Took you, you took you years to wise up. It did. Are you done? Are you done? I will be done the end of April. I'm finishing up my second to last class on Sunday. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you get where I'm going here? Yeah, we're going to go. Party. Eat. We're going to go eat some food during some liquor. Well, you know, if they don't have food, they don't have food. I'm thinking I'm thinking a hibachi sounds good. God, last time was I it that? Yeah. three plates worth. That was a good time. I don't see the problem here. So my he even said he, he even said though that was more for Caitlin. It was. It, the doing the hibachi in a few months because she'll also or just she'll be finish. done in the end of August. So Nick, Steve went with us to BD's Mongolian barbecue. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, it was still in Grand Rapids at the time, and it was for Dawn's birthday. Yes, it was for Dawn's birthday, and oh my god, we made pigs out of ourselves. It was so fucking good. And then they closed that shit, and I'm so pissed. It's all right. They still have it in uh, Flint, and I'll drive over there to get it. So good. All right. So, as I say, we've been going a little bit. Um, Steve, I love, I appreciate you being on. Um, I'd love to have you back on. We'll talk uh, a little bit. Well, hopefully I more. don't know. Here I am. I've been sitting here now for 10 minutes with an empty glass. I don't know. <laughs> Look, we don't have waitresses. Your drink's over there. Well, I guess she left. Oh, shit, David, grab the, grab the ice, David. You know, we, is there any more? Ver- there's no more burners. No more burners, you but know, I do have ice. Looks like you're gonna you have to go. You run out. That's good. We can, we can see what's in the fridge. The old brown uh, bottle. I, I do have Sprite in the fridge. Too late now. <laughs> Not the same. So, um, but no, I, I appreciate you, you coming on. Cheers, and. uh I'd like to give a shout out to, you know, not my beer tonight, but all you guys. Steve, thanks again for coming up. Thank you uh, for having me. Everybody, like, it. subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. So, uh, I'm going to shout out to two of our favorite breweries, Grand Armory favorite. and Dustel. Thank you very much. Trail Point, thank you as well. So my first I already put most of my cans in the uh, recycling, but it was like an imperial stout from someplace and, and you had a, sweater, a sour sweater weather something. i yeah. think eastern, was, uh, yep i think so. eastern market was one of them yep. sweater, that weather. Was the sweater weather yeah. yep and then there was some connecticut was the like mango yeah how was that sour it was pretty good it wasn't it wasn't officially a full sour so it was more like just a fruit beer type thing so uh crown royal will be sitting here waiting for your sponsorship please uh come through with that Crown royal with the detroit lions yes well we don't give a shit we'll take the Lions sponsorship or crown royal or I actually i think i'd rather go with crown royal than the lions <laughs> i would agree with that they're i'll take both they're on their way next back. year's my year baby your year for what to win okay. I, I just saw i thought something that said they have like the absolute lowest odds for winning the super bowl next year uh, do you know what it's put like five dollars on them you know what it's like to have a, i'm going to i do every year i go to las vegas just like every year well if you're gonna throw five dollars away last year yeah, yeah, yeah exactly I, I i that and the tigers they might be decent this year Bullshit. they got they got my boy oh hi Baez. get out of here that's our guy we well, love well, actually we love El Mago. One guy doesn't make a team. Yeah, but I mean they'll you still know, be better than you know the like to have pitching. Well no, I think, but I mean I think you've got a really good yeah, we're, we're doing you've got an exciting episode. an exciting fielder. It's a an good exciting base an, an exciting base runner when he actually gets that's, on base. That's good for D. But the thing is it 
even though now the designated hitters going to be so across stupid. the board. And they're not so even going to be. Yes, it's great. But you so can protect. Stupid. You can put somebody behind him to the point where they actually have to somewhat pitch to him. And you know, you know, what pisses me off that yeah. they officially finally made it happen this year after uh, what's his face. Um, Gosh, I'm telling you right now, it's bullshit. Yeah, I bullshit. like pitchers hitting. It's more strategic. Right. And and you have you have uh oh gosh, Bumgardner, Madison. Madison Bumgardner, right? yeah. Who's stupid good at hitting. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of pitchers okay, yeah. that are You've good got, at hitting. So shy Otani or exactly. whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's what so he Otani? Yeah. yeah. Well, they still let him hit, can't they? Oh, he I mean, still will. Oh, he's gonna hit. Oh, he'll still be a, a DH oh, every absolutely. day he does pitch. And, yeah. But so, anyways, while we're here, I'm just we're gonna, gonna we're gonna do a baseball episode because pitchers and catchers just started reporting. They have not reported yet. Well, we still have no labor agreement. Someday, someday when they report, we'll do a baseball what episode. What is this all about? I hate to. So we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, owners are greedy and players want money. So, anyways, uh, thanks again for are also greedy. A little bit, yeah. So, thanks for joining us again. We'll be back next week. Uh, Nick, I know we need to talk about more mental health, like we did, because Vanessa had a whole bunch more stuff to bring up. So, just telling you, we'll get back into that. And will she uh, yell at Nick again, like she did last time? She might, because that was fun. It's always fun when one of us gets yelled at. So, (laughs) thanks again for joining us. And if you haven't, please like and subscribe. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.